3: It is a true football Monday. Welcome aboard the National Football Show with your boy, Big Sills. I have to start this show out by thanking each and every single one of you that join me each and every single Monday through Friday from 3 to 6 Eastern time. Over the weekend, I must have received at least 30 text messages and 20 more emails telling me how much people over at the NovaCare Center with the Philadelphia Eagles watched the show. You know, I I, I, I posted a text and I immediately took it down because I don't want to be that guy. How do you like me now were some of the text messages. What do you think of our picks? I said... You'll have to wait until 3 o'clock Eastern time on Monday. And I'm going to give you my perspective on what I saw this past weekend, plus the agent, And by the way, I'm not just going to look at the draft. You can't just do that. You have to look at the entire offseason for Howie Roseman. You have to look at the entire offseason. And then you put in perspective – Where the Eagles are right now coming out of the draft and free agency. Still free agency. By the way, the deal with the Honey Badger, Saints came in with a bigger offer, outbid the Eagles. He's a Saint. This is exactly what happened in Cleveland with Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson had told the Cleveland Browns that he had no interest in going to Cleveland until Cleveland came back and gave him $230 million in guaranteed money. Everybody's going to be interested in that, my friends. Money talks here. Remember, Honey Badger has his ring. Now he's going to go back home and play with the Saints. Makes sense. Don't begrudge a guy for taking the money. This is something that the Kansas City Chiefs didn't want to do. So if you're the Eagles, are you disappointed? Yes, because that was an area of need that you could have addressed more. And obviously at all in the offseason, you needed to address that. And we'll hit on what they did address and not address. But for all in all, this was going to come down to a money thing for Honey Badger. All of this is the story for the Eagles in the offseason here, which has been pretty impressive. Please hit the like button. By the way, Philly 500, bottom of the hour, Gary Cobb from Fox 29 in Philadelphia, and hour number two at 4.30 Eastern time. So, You're going to be able to get all your spins in, and we're going to hear other people's perspective. Fans view, also a media expert, and his view, Gary Cobb, that'll be in our number two. There's no question this offseason, the Eagles look at it like this. Take a look at the NFC East first here. The Cowboys have walked backwards, okay? Okay. Washington has a bridge quarterback in Carson Wentz. The Giants have not picked up the fifth-year option on Daniel Jones. What does this all entail? There's an opening for the Eagles to cement themselves these next two years with this year's draft and offseason and next year's draft and offseason on really being the team to beat and continuing to dominate the NFC East since 2000. 14 playoff wins, all of that. This continues that trend. And the one thing different from the 17th Super Bowl team that the Eagles are trying to do now, they're trying to pour more cement and have a better foundation so that they don't see and have a repeat on what happened four years after you win a Super Bowl, your four-win team. That's where they are right now. Okay? Let's take a look at this for a second for a second here i'm gonna ask you this question here that we'll get into the draft i promise you guys the 2022 philadelphia eagles jalen hurts quarterback miles sanders a.j brown Devontae smith quez watkins Dallas Goddard, Jordan Malata, Landon Dickerson, Jason Kelsey, Isaac Samulo, Lane Johnson. Give me your thoughts on what you would give that offense. First and foremost, before we're talking about, as an NFL, first talk about the grade. There's two grades here. Look at that offense and tell me what that offense sounds like to you first in the NFC East. First in the NFC East, what would you give that? Is that the best roster in the NFC East for offensive players? How do you look at this squad here on offense? Jeremiah says, A, top 10 potential, top 5 One above all, Isaac. Thank thank you. Best in the East? Sky's the limit. Troy says, hell yeah. Best offense in the NFC East? Balanced and talented. That's a great take by Tone. Tone, that's a great take. You can run the ball, and you're going to be, I think, a very effective football team on third down with A.J. Brown being on the team. Okay? Okay. Okay. How do you look at this? By the way, Mrs. Hertz, I want to thank you for coming aboard um, each and every single day watching the show. Thank you so much. It's an honor to have you. And I got to tell you, I didn't think the Philadelphia Eagles were going to give your kid an opportunity to succeed. They are now. I did not think Jalen had a chance. Okay i did not think he had a chance he does now here's your defense ends in a 43 hassan reddick defensive tackle fletcher cox javon hardgrave and in the rotation jordan davis kaiser white linebacker acquired from the chargers Nikoby Dean, drafted, and if he stays healthy, could be a Pro Bowler, which means you got a first rounder in the round three. T.J. Edwards, D.B.s, Darius Slay, Marcus Epps, Arby Harris, Avante Maddox. How's your defense look? How how does your defense look now? What would you give that defense? By the way, would we not agree? Would we not agree they did improve the defense in this offseason now that you put Jordan Davis in that rotation? Okay? I would say that you probably need to do a little bit more work in the secondary. But as an overall group, Offense and defense, what do you guys think of your football team now? I also tweeted something out I want to throw at you guys here. I think it's important. Um, Look at your rotation and what it's going to be also. Your rotation now, when it comes to doing mixed packages, 34s and 43s, nickel and dime packages, Here is your rotation when you're talking about going out and having your first team. Josh Sweat, Fletcher Cox, Javon Hardgrave, Hassan Reddick, then Brandon Graham, Jordan Davis, Milton Williams, Derek Barnett. That's some rotation. That's some rotation. Is this football team good enough to get to the NFC championship game? The one that I just said. Is it good enough to get you to the end? I'm going to get to the draft in a minute here. Is it good enough to get to the NFC championship game? Yes. I think it is. But it is all going to come down to Jalen. It's going to come down to Jalen because I would say this to you. The Rams are formidable. And, and, And Brandon, I'm not saying that they're not going to need some help. How about this? Are they the favorites to win the NFC East? Are they the favorites to win the East? I think you are. I think you're the team that beat in the East now. That puts you in like the five or six seed, okay? Which means you now have a chance to win a playoff game, okay? You'd be playing a wild card team like Minnesota or someone like that. You have a shot. Now, one of those teams on the NFC West, the NFC West is loaded, It is absolutely loaded outside of Seattle, okay? The 49ers, I still don't know what they're doing at quarterback. The Rams, they're the defending champions, okay? Seattle, as I said, they're a train wreck. Arizona could beat it. Actually, Arizona could win the West with that offensive talent they have. I still think they didn't address a pass rusher when they let Chandler Jones go. But now the Eagles are in a conversation here. War of attrition is going to play a factor here, okay? This football team is starting to resemble 17. It's starting to resemble 17 in what aspect? Your O-line and now your D-line are almost comparable. That's what when you a Super Bowl. That's what made you a scary opponent. That's what allowed you to kick the shit out of people. You dominated people. You beat people up. Hey, I don't need to go out and and, and have a finesse team. The Eagles are not. The Eagles right now are dominant at the point of attack football team. Again, you haven't been this way in five years. You're back. You're back to being an ass-kicking two-unit football team, which you made your bones on for the last 22 years. You're back at it again. You're now strong at the point of attack. You may lose ball games this year, but you're not going to be in games like you were in Dallas last year where you were not in the conversation. It was JV versus varsity. You are now in a fist fight. Every time you fight somebody, you can win. You can win. You can win. The Philadelphia Eagles offseason has brought back their identity of their Super Bowl run. That's what you hang your hat on. It's inspiring. Because do you know how great it is to show up at the Nova Care Center every single day when you're working out knowing this? That I could beat the living shit out of you any Sunday. You may hang more points on me one night, but you're gonna need a you gonna you're gonna need an ice tub when I'm done with you. That's what this team looks like to me now. You see that defensive line rotation? I'm pretty impressed with it. Because of today's salary cap and the way team, you can't keep loaded dudes on two units. You don't The Giants have no unit. You got two front sevens now. You got depth in your old line. You got leadership on your football team and in your locker room. And by the way, no whispering in corners here. There's none of that. I'm going to get to you guys here in a second. I promise you, promise you. I just want to get my my take out here. What off-season pickup you think makes the biggest impact? Jordan Davis, A.J. Brown, Hassan Reddick? N'Kobe Dean, you want to hear mine? I think the biggest impact that the Eagles had this offseason would be N'Kobe Dean. You know why? Here's a guy that they said, hey, dude, you know, everyone else on your Georgia Bulldog team was better than you. Excuse me? Yeah, everyone thought that. Walker, Wyatt, Davis, Kine, all the rest of the players. And they said that you were there and you weren't really always healthy, even though you were the leader of the group. You imagine having a lumberyard on your shoulder like that? I'm going to take a kid where everyone doubted him. I love those players. And he was coached so well. He's NFL ready. You come out of Georgia, Alabama, LSU, Ohio State, Clemson, places like that. You're NFL ready, my friends. You're NFL ready. You are NFL ready. My opinion, I think the Philadelphia Eagles, I'm going to go through the draft right now. I think the Philadelphia Eagles got a first round draft choice in the third round. So over the next two years, basically, you would have basically have drafted five first rounders. I think this kid is that guy. I said it earlier in the whole draft process. I'm going to, I promise guys, I'm going to get to you. Hey, Carson Strong, please, let's put that over to the right. Carson Strong is not in the conversation right now. He's not in the conversation. I don't care about some free agent quarterback that you're bringing in here. Could care less. Hope he turns out to be somebody great like Tony Romo. Really, I'm not kidding. Be great. But I don't care. I'm looking at these guys right here. Carson Strong has no bearing on your football team of 2022. These 22 men do. The draft. Three days. As I told you at 15, I said that if Jordan Davis was between 11 and and 14, and Thibodeau or Sauce Gardner were in that conversation there. You should trade up if you can to go up and get him, and they did. They did exactly what I said they would, and they Lander guy. Um, my, my problem would be this, okay? Is he going to be the pass rusher that he wasn't at Georgia? Know this about Jordan Davis. Don't expect him to come in and have 10 sacks. Don't he, that's not who this player is. This player is going to come in, control the line of scrimmage, allow the linebackers to scrape and make a lot of plays. And he's going to bring eternal pressure so that the ends are able to make plays, keep everything boxed and contained, set the edges. That's you can't set the edges on a defense unless you're strong up the middle. And that's what they've done with this pick. If you're expecting Jordan Davis to roll in here and get ten sacks, you got this. Is not a Dominican Sue. He is not a Dominican Sue. Okay, when Sue came out in Nebraska, Sue was one of the highest-rated defensive tackles, and he had ten sacks. In my opinion, I think it was maybe first or second year when he was in Detroit. He is not a Dominican Sue. That's not who this guy is. However. He is a talented football player that's going to make a difference on this football team. And he's one of the legitimate first rounders. He's not a 10, 12 sack guy. He's a control the line of scrimmage guy. Can, and, and, I, and I said this the other day to D Gunn. Can you imagine having a number one run stopping defense and a number one rushing offense in the NFL? You're beating people up. You're beating people up every Sunday. You're kicking the shit out of somebody. When you leave an Eagle game after 60 minutes of play with this group, you're going to need an ice bag. I saw people complaining about the Cam Jurgens deal. My friends, they probably looked at the next two center drafts and said, is Jason Kelsey's replacement somewhere in here? Without a talented left tackle and center, as Barrett Brooks, you don't have a good group. And I love the fact that Jason Kelsey was part of the process on evaluating the kid and the front office listened. This is not a horrible pick. This is a transition pick. This is smart thinking. He is your quarterback on your O-line. That position is essential. You can plug a guy in to guard and tackle, not left tackle so much. But you can't plug a dude in the center. I know organizations, the Chargers, I was talking to Tom Telesco the other day about this. Do you know how long the Chargers looked for a replacement for Nick Hardwig after Hardwick retired? Almost eight years they've been looking for a solid center having somebody there at that position is essential to you being a good football team, left tackle center. You don't have it. You can't win. It's a huge, it's a huge sign. And if he turns out to be a 10 year starter, my God almighty, can they pick O-line? Can they pick O-line players in Philadelphia? Dean, you heard what I said. Dean falls because of injury concerns, not talent. Think about that for a minute. Well, concerned about his injuries. He's going to be in minicamp. He's going to be at the rookie symposiums. He's going to be at all of this. So you're hearing people throw that out. And it has nothing to do with ability. Okay? So if you're telling me that, And he's not hurt right now? And he hasn't had all these so-called surgeries? That was just noise. If you were going to tell me, ah, the guy doesn't really cover tight ends well, he doesn't really run all that hot, then we have a concern. Nobody mentioned his ability. Nobody mentioned it. Kyron Johnson, the kid from uh, Kansas, sixth round and then the tight end in the fifth round, got some depth, okay. Overall, I know more people wanted to see more picks, but if you're telling me, I give them a grade A- minus here on what they did, okay? I'm not compromising anything. Hey, Chris, I don't compromise winning, dude, or championship football. I don't compromise anything. But I'm not going to sit here and say that they haven't had a good offseason here because I've been saying that Howie hasn't had a good offseason. Well, now that you put it all together and what they did in the draft and going out and getting A.J. Brown, I'd be an idiot. I would sound like Bayless banging on LeBron James for no reason after a guy won his fourth NBA title. You sound like a buffoon. You sound like a buffoon when you're hammering Aaron Rodgers. Guy just won his second MVP. He's won 39 games in three years. Banging on that? You sound like an idiot. They had a great off season. Okay? They've had a great offseason here. Let's start reading. We should be bashing Howie over this secondary. God, I love you guys. You know why I love you guys? Because you're never satisfied, and nor should you be. Yes, they need to address the secondary. That's why I'm, I was saying they wanted to get Honey Badger. Saints offered him up more money, okay? Still, am I crazy? I don't love using a one for a D lineman who isn't a pass rusher. That's the gamble. BF, that's the gamble. That is totally the gamble. Eagle fan, 1999. Hurts is the weakness. It doesn't matter the names on that list. If your quarterback sucks, so true. So true. Cow says Bayless is on drugs. His own drug. It's called ego syrup. Secondary, Chris, I agree, Chris. They they need to address that secondary. Thoughts on Dean, Gino. I think they got a starter in the third round and potentially a pro bowler in the third round. I'm playing the guy until his wheels fall off. Keep talking to me about injury. I don't care about that. Play the kid. Dean's a steal of the draft period. Too many Wentz sympathizers. Who gives a shit about Carson Wentz right now? Carson Wentz is on a football team with a chaotic owner, going nowhere. 400 passing a game? Absolutely not. Eagles landed. Jordan Davis can rush the passer who's primarily asked to two gap. I don't want a two gapper. That's a waste of of a draft choice. A two gapper? So I'm going to bring Jordan Davis into two-gap and draft him, draft him in the top 15 picks? No way. No way. That's not an impact guy. Okay? And by the way, Wyatt and Walker were the pass rushers on that team, not him. Wyatt was actually asked to do more two-gapping. Excuse me. Walker was actually asked to do more two-gapping. That's why the sack total wasn't high. Call the Ray. Hey, dude. Ocean, Razor. Dude, the Ravens, they just are just spectacular. They are spectacular in how they draft. Oh, and this just in Joe Douglas of the Jets had his second great draft. I haven't seen the Jets draft this well, maybe in my lifetime. And Andrew Barry, I don't know, Andrew Barry, um, Joe Douglas, Howie, all those Eagle front office guys, I'll tell you what, man, they served their programs well this offseason. Look at what the Browns have done. Look at what the Jets have done. Look at what the Eagles are rebuilding. These are all people that came out of that front office. Got to give credit where credit is due here. You've got to give credit. This Carson Strong, okay, what do you want me to say about him? So are you going to move? You think Carson Strong is better than Gardner Minshew? Are you crazy? He's nowhere near that. He's nowhere near Gardner Minshew. Gardner Minshew could be the best passer on that team. Okay? He's got to beat Gardner Minshew out first. And there's no way he's beating him out. Patriot, appreciate you coming aboard. Please hit the like button, everyone. Philly 500 will be joining us soon. Carson Strong needs years to improve. I got to first see if the guy can read a defense first. Okay. Okay. I got to see if he can read a defense first. Strong's going to, dang, Strong is going to make the team, okay? He's going to make the team. All right, without further ado, let's bring our friend Philly 500 in here. I thought of him all weekend long. By the way, don't forget Gary (laughs) Cobb, my number two at 430. So, I'm going to read you that. Look at him smoking a cigar, man.
4: <laughs> Victory cigar, my man Dan. We just won this draft. The job is done. AJ Brown, N'Kobe Dean, Jordan Davis. That's what I'm talking about. Let's celebrate. I need some Cubanos,
3: though. I need some Cubanos. Go on and go. Hey, how about this, man? How about this offseason? Give me your thoughts now on this football team. Let me read it to you here. Okay. Jalen Hurts, Miles Sanders, A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, Quez Watkins, Dallas Goddard, Jordan Mulata, Landon Dickerson, Jason Kelsey, Isaac Gard, Lane Johnson, and right tackle. What do you make of that group now as we head into training camp or minicamp?
4: I think it's one of the best offenses in, in the National Football League. Um, and if you take if you – let's say you took a – if you took Hertz out of it, and let's say you put Herbert in there, or you put any of these other good quarterbacks, you could say that they would have the best offense in the league. So Jalen Hurts has everything. I mean, I think that's elite. Best receiving core uh, in, in the division at least. Best offensive line in the National Football League. Good running game. Great tight end.
3: I, I mean, they're loaded. Best offense in the NFC East? Yeah. Better than Dallas here. Let me give you defense. Hassan Reddick, Fletcher Cox, Javon Hardgrave, Josh Sweat with Fletcher Cox and Javon Hardgrave having Jordan Davis in the rotation, Kaiser White, Nicobe Dean, TJ Edwards, (laughs) Darius Slay, Epps, Harris, and Maddox. Have they up and have they improved that defensive front? And have they improved that defense?
4: The defensive front and the linebackers are dramatically improved. Where they have a hole is safety and corner, as everybody in the world knows. But I mean, the front is way better than it was a year ago. Just adding Reddick. And then if you look at the linebackers, I mean, I mean, the linebackers White, Dean, and Hassan Reddick are all huge upgrades. I don't remember an Eagles linebacking course since like that, since that Jordan, Byron Evans, you know, what I mean Jesse
3: Small, William Thomas, you know, it's been a while. How about this, Philly? Josh Sweat, Fletcher Cox, Javon Hardgrave, Hassan Reddick, Brandon Graham, Jordan Davis, Milton Williams, Derek Barnett. That's your rotation. Ah, is this better? Is this a better front seven when it comes to depth and the starters than the Super Bowl 2017 defense?
4: It's up there, yeah. It it really is up there. The the only thing I'll say is I worry about Brandon Graham coming back from the Achilles and Fletcher Cox was a little older than he was, you know, he's not as dominating as he was in 2017, but yeah, I, I think it is. I, I, I also don't think you had a, a Hassan Reddick on that team that could get double digit sacks. You do have that now.
3: Your overall thought on the draft here, Jordan Davis, Cam Jurgens, Nicobe Dean in the third, uh, Kyron Johnson, the tight end in the fifth. I know they gave up assets to go get A.J. Brown. But just uh, your thoughts again on how – because look what he did here. Defensive tackle, offensive line, linebacker, edge rusher, and depth and tight end. Did he address needs on his team still?
4: Yeah, he did. He did. But, he, but you know, I know some people are complaining we should have got Kyle Hamilton, but Jordan Davis was the pick. The Eagles' defense is predicated on their defensive line. You have to think about the draft not just next year, but two, three years down the road. You had to take Jordan Davis, uh, AJ Brown. There's another guy who I think you know is not just a guy who's going to help you next year, but he's just 24 years old. Jergens, future starter. I think you got at least four starters, four guys that are Pro Bowl caliber type players in this draft down the road at some point and then of course the steal of the draft is nicobe dean i don't i still don't understand what happened like I, I i what something is wrong because he's saying he's ready to go minicamp people are saying he needs surgery somebody sounds like somebody was messing with
3: i'm gonna i'm gonna tell you what happens philly when you go from the combines pro days and somebody starts throwing things out about you when you're being evaluated, okay? From what I understand, he didn't want to do all the drills at his pro day. Mm -hmm. He also didn't do all the drills at the Combines. And then what you get is you have agents out there talking about other players, which if you're in the ear enough, you know what they always say, you keep telling the lie, the lie eventually becomes reality, and that's what people started doing. And so he fell. This is notorious. It goes on like this all the time where you yeah. see guys like Dan Marino fall. You see – remember something, Alex Smith was projected as a better quarterback than Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, yeah. Okay, so, I mean, you have agents. And sometimes you don't have the PR machine right. that some of these players have, like CAA versus – look at Lamar Jackson. His mom is this guy. Right. Okay, so, I mean, you just – they fall like this sometimes. And he's – and plus – you get it. You you fall into this. Well, he played with so many great football players. They were just hiding him, which wasn't really the case. Okay, right. So to me, that's kind of what happened here. We see it every year with certain players. I agree with you. I think he's a cover two linebacker in today's NFL. I made a comparison to you. I think a couple of days ago with Denzel Perriman. Denzel Perriman's five ten, like right. two hundred and ten pounds. And if right. he can play in this league, Jacoby Dean can play in this league. Uh, I think I they've think so. absolutely gotten better. I would say this to you, though, too, though, right? Jalen Hurts has no excuses now.
4: No excuses. No excuses. He's got everything he needs. The team did right by him. I mean, I, they never gave Carson Wentz this much help. They never gave – it took them to '04 4 to get McNabb this kind of help. They got Hurts' help at the right time with the right guys and – um it's all this, this whole season right now is about Hurts. We could talk about the offensive team and the, what's around them and the defense, but they go as Hurts goes. And that's what this whole thing is about, is, is finding out if he is or isn't the guy. And you know what? If he goes out and he stinks, I, I, I can live with it because I know the Eagles did everything right to evaluate him, and then we go find the guy. So to me, it's a win-win situation.
3: It is because they've set the team up for someone to come in and it's turnkey and it's exactly. ready to go exactly. if he's not the guy. You know, right. the Dolphins are in the same position. Yeah. With Tua, okay? I'll say this yeah. to you about A.J. Brown. You know what? I racked my brain over the weekend figuring out what the hell Tennessee was thinking on letting <sighs> the top 10 wide receiver who was an A-plus. This is this is the move of the offseason, dude, right here. this yeah. This A.J. Brown deal. Jordan Davis is a fine ball player. This guy yeah. is a Pro Bowler and an All yeah. Pro. He is yeah. an in changing guy. Right. He is a yak guy. He's a guy that's going to yeah. run people over. Yeah. How did if, if if you're if you're Derrick Henry, now you have more heat on you, right in that offense. Well, and he's 24. He's as old as some of the guys that came out of the draft. Saying.
4: Yeah. this reminds me of back in the day when the Eagles started letting Keith Jackson go, Reggie White go, and it's like Tennessee is a team that is really a are Super Bowl contenders on the verge of a championship, and you're going to get caught up over a contract and let one of your foundational pieces, a stud wide receiver, go at 24 years old. That's,
3: that's, that's the move of losers, in my opinion. It just is. What is going to be positions that we're going to have to look at? He addressed a lot of positions in this Mm offseason. As we go in to the 2022 mini camps and training camps, and then eventually into the regular season, it's going to be quarterback, would we Mm -hmm. say running back, and defensive backs. Is that correct? Those are the three. I would say
4: corner safety, quarterback, and, and the other position I'm going to put out there is I, I, I still think they need long term another defensive end. I want to see another pass rusher rise up. Somebody, you know, because Brandon Graham's come back from a torn Achilles. I don't know how ready he's going to be at the beginning of the year. I know what Reddick could do, but I thought Josh Sweat played good at the end of the year, but slow start. Derek Barnett stinks. And um, I would like to see, you know, uh, another
3: pass rusher on that team. How about this, too? where Howie gets put in a position now. Let's say the Eagles are playing exceptionally well now, and all of a sudden you're getting towards the trading deadline and you want to do a solid for Fletcher Cox and you send him to an AFC team that's in need of a run stopper Mm -hmm. and you go and you get yourself a third-round draft choice. Davis has been playing well enough. You put him in there. You're so deep on the front seven as it is. Would that be something, too, that they're – would eventually and by the way, lowering that contract from 18 to 14 right. makes it doable for them to pick up maybe ten or fifteen percent of that contract. And if you're a contender, you're picking that guy up for maybe seven million bucks and get this, you could get in return another two or three, depending on what his production is.
4: If 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 Davis is playing that it's well one
3: your deal, Philly.
4: Right, he's got a one-year deal. But if Davis is playing that well, and you're 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 in the division hunt, and you're competing for playoff spot, and you still can move Fletcher Cox, that would be even more amazing. I would think though, if they're if they're in the hunt, then they wouldn't get rid of him. They may acquire somebody. They may bring somebody in. I I I still think that there's a move to be made at corner. I don't think they're going to go out and get a safety now that Matthew is gone. Yeah, I don't think they go out and get a safety, but I do think they're going to get a corner. I do think they're going to bring a veteran corner in. But, you know, I'm trying not to pack. I'm going, it's May, it's May, it's May. You know, <laughs> May. Either Eat some gobble going, shut up. It's May. because. <laughs> hey,
3: what, because do it, what do you make of this Carson? Um, what do you make of this Carson kid uh, being given an opportunity to come in? And play? Oh, Carson, Carson Strong, Strong, the, the, the hey, new hey, greatest quarterback them, ever? Hey, Philly, giving him three hundred grand. I mean, that's just not, hey, shits and giggles. You know what I mean? I think it's a great opportunity to bring a kid. Obviously, he's got some arm talent.
4: Um, Bring him in. See what you got. You don't have to give up a pick for him. See if he can develop. Um, But, I mean, you know, if he develops, he develops what? To to the backup for Hurts after next year when Minshew goes? I mean, the hope is, for me, that Jalen Hurts goes out and is so good that we can say, hey, you know what? This kid could be a backup. We're gonna now go back, go into the draft, and we got two first round picks. We're not, we don't have to worry about quarterback. Let's get the sack. let let's get a corner, let's get and an whatever they need, and then and then go win a Super Bowl. So I I I mean, I, you know, it's hard for me to get like uh think that an undrafted free agent quarterback is going to come over and take over right away. But I mean, if he can develop them for nothing, you didn't give up any picks, go ahead.
3: Here's here. I'm just thinking off the top of my head, free agent quarterbacks that have played in the NFL. Kurt Warner, uh, uh-huh. uh, Tony Romo yeah. was also an undrafted uh, free agent. Jeff Garcia uh-huh. was an undrafted free agent. So it has happened. Yeah, it where happened, a guy has stepped in. But man, that, that's a diamond in a haystack. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Finding if you think you're going to find the next Dan Marino or the next Peyton Manning. Right as an undrafted yeah. kid, especially in a class like this, that yeah. wasn't really redeemed very highly and thought of very highly. Um, I, I, I think you're really looking – Pressure on Nick Sirianni, though, too now, right? You agree? Yeah,
4: absolutely. Absolutely. I I, I think so. Are you a
3: fan? Are you sold on him?
4: Yeah. You know what? I When he first hired him, I kind of liked what he said. Then when we got early in the season, I was like, oh, this guy. This guy, I don't know what the hell he's doing. Then – All of a sudden, he started to change his offense. And when he changed his offense, I I started to respect him because I think it was Dick Vermeule. Somebody said that a good coach takes the talent around him and develops his system on that, not try to fit a square hole, you know, square peg in a round hole. And he did that. So I gained a lot of respect for him. And what I want to see him do is now adjust it again. But I do like him. I do. You know, he's a Python
3: cannoli gobble bull guy. You know I'm rooting hey, for him. <laughs> hey, Xander, do me a favor, put up Patriot again. I didn't get a chance to read it. I want I want Philly to see it. At least we seem to have an organization that cares about winning and competing. There are organizations that lack uh that lack uh being complacent. Much respect yep. to Dan and five hundred. Brother, you Washington. know, Washington. You know, here and here's the here's the other hidden gem in this. The age of the team is going the other way, in um, youth. We're not right. talking about old dudes like the seven. Right. That do you agree? Right. That was the difference between the seventeen team, and what's being built here. Yeah. That team was built with old dudes. This team, <laughs> is being, this team is being <laughs> built with guys in their twenties. <laughs> This guy, Dan
4: Silly is a genius because that's exactly what I've been thinking, too. I like the way they're constructing this team way better than that team because that team you brought in, Torrey Smith, Alshon Jeffrey. You were resigning older guys. The Nucleus' team is young. It's young. And I'd rather be competitive for five, six, seven, eight years, you know?
3: Okay. Genius. Genius. NFC, NFC East champions, and can they make it to the NFC title game?
4: Yeah, I think NFC East Champions is a very good possibility. If Jalen Hurts takes the next step, they could go to the championship game. I think if he throws over 25 touchdowns, between 25, and 30 touchdowns, maybe rushes
3: for another seven to eight of them, and I think they could go to the NFC Championship game. I do. So if he's responsible for 25 touchdowns and throws for 4,200 yards, the losing NFC East flag we're doing and he they're gonna you think they turn the keys over to him i
4: i think they do yeah i do or do
3: you think that decision's already been made
4: no that they're I not don't sold think it's on been, him i don't think it's been made i mean based upon everything we've heard with russ wilson deshaun i i don't think it's based upon him, but i think what they're saying is listen we're gonna go out and we're gonna we're gonna give this kid a chance we like him Let's give him every opportunity. But if he can't do it, we don't have. We have a young nucleus. We just gotta find the right guy to come in, and he's ready to go. I mean, any quarterback that comes in, if hurts, don't work out. It's got AJ Brown, Devontae Smith. That, I mean, he's loaded. So uh, to me, I think that's how they look at it. You know, but I Absolutely. think they did. But they did him right. They did him right, and they gave him the best chance to succeed. That's what I'm happy about.
3: Absolutely, brother. You are awesome as always. Man, Make sure you check out his you. podcast as well. Dude, always awesome to have you on, man.
4: You know what, man? I'm, I'm going to go smoke some more stogie celebrate. Yeah, we won this draft, baby. It's time for football. You know what I mean? You
3: bet, man. It's time for a cheesesteak sandwich, man. I'm already hungry. <laughs> brother. Yeah. Thank you, man, for stepping in. We really appreciate thank it. Thank you, guys. man. Hit the like button. Philly 500, our boy there, man. Hey, by the way, weaknesses on the football team, where are they? And I'm going to ask you the question. Do you think the Eagles have a preconceived notion on Jalen Hurts? Okay? Do you? Do you think they already have an opinion on him, on whether or not he's the guy? All right, guys, do me a favor. Hit the like button, and I know you like Morgan & Morgan where the fee is free. means this to you, okay? Finding that attorney is one of the most important things that you can possibly do. And John Morgan has told me this for over 25 years. Getting that attorney said you get the fair compensation is one of the most important things. Trust me when I tell you, I know John over 25 years for the people. It's not a slogan. It's who they are. It's what they do over the last 30 years. Morgan and Morgan has brought in about $13 billion in compensation for their clients. Look, man, with the army of attorneys, in offices in Philadelphia, New York, Florida, all across the country, size matters, okay? Size matters here. And Morgan & Morgan is the biggest firm in the country. They are the firm that you want when you want to go get your fair compensation. Call them at 800-512-1600. That's 800-512-1600, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. That's 800 512 1600 And when you call Morgan & Morgan, do me a favor. Tell him your boy Big Sill sent you.
5: When choosing a lawyer for your injury case, you may ask, does the size of the law firm matter? Well, of course it does. The insurance company, they're huge with unlimited resources. And whether your case is big or small, they're built to bully you out of the money you're owed. But here's the good news. We're big too, the biggest actually. And we're built to bite to make them pay for all that was taken from you. Size is our strength. There's only one Morgan & Morgan. ForThePeople.com
0: stream on a Roku, Fire Stick, Android TV or Apple TV. Now you can watch 6ABC 24/7 with the 6ABC Philadelphia streaming app. The big story on you- Search 6ABC Philadelphia and start streaming today.
2: Lincoln Financial Field is home to more than just our hometown team. It's a landing place for dreams. Invest in the future of our students from all over Philadelphia and get an exclusive tour of the stadium at the Blocks' Aspire to Dreams Gala hosted by Brian Taff of 6ABC. While we aspire to build, our students aspire to dream. Join us for the Blocks Gala on Thursday, May 5th at Lincoln Financial Field. Seats are limited, so reserve yours today at blocks.org slash gala. To learn more about who we are, what we do, and career opportunities with Local 98, visit us, IBEW98.org. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free.
1: You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that.
8: Go for the midnight cares, go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com.
3: Welcome back, National Football Show. Your boy, Big Sills. Please, guys, hit the like button. My last two shows, you guys, have put us over 500 likes. It's been incredible. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Would you consider bringing Nick Foles back? Putting him in the quarterback room. You think Jalen could handle that? You think that would be something that would be an asset, or do you think it would be a negative? Or are we just past that? It's cool. It's just. It's, it's it. Remember, he is a Howie Roseman guy. Okay, Foles is a Howie Roseman guy. Okay, I mean, I don't think Nick is in this part of his career right now, where he's gonna walk in, and start creating all kinds of issues. And it could be a refreshing thing to go, to do this. Then you're able to move. How about this? Look, then you're able to move Gardner Minshew still for potential draft choices next year. And for Carson Strong and Jalen Hurts, you have a guy who won a Super Bowl in the building in case catastrophic something happens. What a security blanket that would be, having a guy like Nick Foles in your quarterback room in case something goes sideways. I think Nick's got to be under the guise right now that he's not going to start again in the NFL. He's not unless a catastrophe happens. And he's got to be cool in his career right now to know he's Ryan Fitzpatrick. He's a substitute teacher now. There's nobody going around the NFL right now going like this. Hey, Nick Foles, come in. You can start here. Nobody's saying that. And the Eagles wouldn't be saying that to him. I think Hurts would love to have a guy like – can you imagine for Jalen Hurts to walk over to the sidelines and Nick Foles is waiting for you, and he's sitting there and you're sitting on the bench there, and Foles is talking to Jalen going, what are you seeing? Remember, man, that guy – can you imagine if you had Nick Foles on the sidelines for the Tampa Bay game? Jalen, you got to get that ball out there. I think Nick's that guy. I think Nick is in that place in his career where he could be a coach on the bench. Is the coaching staff strong enough to do that? Is that locker room understanding this is different? This is, he's not a starter. I agree with you, Brian. I th- I think Jalen could deal with anything. And, 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 and watch this, guys. Hypothetically, Jalen goes down with a foot injury. Who would you rather have in there, Nick Foles or Gardner Minshew? And get this, then Nick Foles is also helping Carson Strong. You got a guy in the building that's a Super Bowl MVP who came from the bench to do it, helping your guys become players. That's how you stay in the game. If Nick Foles wants to play five more years, you take that role on You've got to do the things that Carmelo Anthony's doing in Los Angeles right now or you're out of the league. You know why Allen Iverson didn't last, once he got past 35, AI didn't want to be a dude coming off the bench. Remember he told those guys in Denver that. The reason that Carmelo Anthony is back in the NBA and being productive is because he accepted his role. Now, if Foles doesn't want to accept that role. We move on with what we got, and I'm good. Chuck, I'm trying to get good football players on my team. I'm trying to get football players on my team that have one common goal. You know what that is? To win a freaking championship. Nick Foles isn't the future, but he could be the present if something catastrophic happened. Nick Foles with A.J. Brown... And Devontae Smith, in case something happens, how do you feel about that? Well, I'll tell you this. I've seen the guy go win playoff games. Hell, I've seen the guy win an NFC championship and a Super Bowl doing it. Could he go into five games? Absolutely. What's the harm in it? Plus, you're going to get him on a cheap deal. Okay? AJ. I'm no quarterback factory consultant, but I'll tell you what I am. I'm a guy who sees common sense with that. How is that a bad thing? No, let me bring in people who've never won. Is that what you're saying? let me hire guys who've never won. People keep telling me about this Lincoln Riley guy with USC. What's he ever won? Does he even own a national champ? I've got more national championship rings than Lincoln Riley. At least my guy at Miami owns two as a player, and he was the offensive line coach at Alabama, won another one. At least he knows what it takes. He's been on coaching staffs and played in games like that. What's Lincoln Riley won? Oh, that's right. He beat Kansas. Congratulations to you. Riley hasn't won anything. USC is the best. Not for the last 10 years. Hurts was benched in the national championship game. Yes, he was. What's that got to do with him leading the team to the playoffs this past season? Okay? What's that have to do with that? Oh, by the way, you're right. How about this one? Jalen Hurts was benched in the national title game. Tim Tebow went a national championship, and was on another team with Chris Leak, and he's not in the league anymore. I don't know. What's that mean? Cam Newton can't get a job. 12 Big Ten – Big 12 championships? (laughs) Congratulations. You play in a conference that nobody plays defense in. Count me out he's the worst recruiter in the country for defensive football players is Lincoln Riley. Really? Does that guy even recruit defensive guys? Does he Kirby smart and Nick? Hey, Nick Saban's got the best player in the country this year and next year. And Will Anderson Oh, and the Heisman kid's on his team. Will Anderson's a better football player than Bryce Young. It's not close. Will Anderson is better than Kayvon Walker, and it's not close. There is nobody in this draft in that guy's league. Zero, zero. And Bama's got three other guys that are going to go in the first round. Better coaching, all the great talent goes there. What's the weakness right now on the Philadelphia Eagles? Secondary. Now the pressure's also on Jonathan Gannon, okay? Jonathan Gannon has so many new toys now. What would be the combination you'd want? You imagine just putting Jordan Davis and Fletcher Cox in the middle on first and second down. And on third down, you bring Hardgrave in and you pass rush with him. Now, the problem I have with that, you got a lot of money tied up in Hardgrave. So you can't turn him into a situational player. But you would have seven hundred pounds of defensive tackle in Philadelphia. Athletic seven hundred pounds, not giant stiffs. These are not pillars. These guys can move. You've got Fletcher Cox <laughs> and Jordan Davis in the middle. I I just don't know what else to say. Hey, Philly five hundred. Dude, thank you. You're awesome, brother. You're awesome. So, hey, how tall is Fletcher, too? Is Fletcher 6'4", six, 6'5"? Six, so you got a guy 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six, two guys, 330-some-odd pounds in the middle. Jesus, Chuck, we'll see what the kid Johnson from Kansas can bring. He's a little undersized. He's 6 feet. I thought I saw 5'11", 7'8". He could be a situational pass rusher coming off the end. He'll be good on special teams. I saw him play at Kansas. He's not... That's not an awful pick. It's not an awful pick. Cox is 6'4". Dude, you got a big group of dudes. You got a big group of dudes, man. Wow. Best DT room. Eagles have the best DT room. Wow. Xander just said that DeAndre Hopkins has been suspended six games for PEDs. Wow. 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 No wonder they went and got Hollywood Brown. They knew. This must be... Get this, guys. This must be the third drug test. There's three that you you can... You, you, can, you can go with the NFL Players Association and you can fight two of them. Then when you you go the test, then it's a retest, then it's an independent test. So they must have known that's why they went and got Hollywood Brown. That's why they got Hollywood Brown. That's exactly correct. They went and got Hollywood Brown because they knew this was coming down to Pike. Wow. By the way, G Cobb will join us at 4 30 Eastern time. Best defensive tackle group, Veda and uh Tampa and Sue are pretty formidable. And they got a championship ring to show for it. If Sue doesn't come back, yeah. I'd put that in the conversation. Best DT group, plus with Hardgrave in the conversation. Yeah, probably. Hit the like button. We got a big hour two here, man. I mean, look, impact. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you the impact. I think Jordan Davis, AJ Brown, Hassan Reddick, and Jacoby Dean. These are the four players that have been the big acquisitions this offseason here for the Eagles. I'm gonna take each and every single one of these guys' impacts. Plus Gary Cobb at 4:30. Hit the like button. Keep it right here on the National Football Show.
0: Do you stream on a Roku, Fire Stick, Android TV or Apple TV? Now you can watch 6ABC 24/7 with the 6ABC Philadelphia streaming app. That's the big story on can- action. <laughs> Search 6ABC Philadelphia and start streaming today.
2: Lincoln Financial Field is home to more than just our hometown team. It's a landing place for dreams. Invest in the future of our students from all over Philadelphia and get an exclusive tour of the stadium at the Blocks Aspire to Dreams Gala hosted by Brian Taff of 6ABC. While we aspire to build, our students aspire to dream. Join us for the Blocks Gala on Thursday, May 5th at Lincoln Financial Field. Seats are limited, so reserve yours today at blocks.org slash gala. To learn more about who we are, what we do, and career opportunities with Local 98, visit us, IBEW98.org. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks
1: glass, free. You're telling me that bottle is cut in half?
2: You could say that.
8: Go for the midnight cares. Go for the game. Go for the hits, go for the fans, go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com.
3: Hour number two, National Football Show, Big sales. Please hit the like button. You destroyed the first hour. Thank you very much. Gary Cobb from Fox 29 will be with us at the bottom of the hour. We'll get his take. You guys destroyed it. I love it, man. I love it. Nobody's getting – I I haven't really seen anybody get ahead of their skis here and saying that this football team is a super – well, here, let's ask it. We haven't really asked it. You think this football team is a Super Bowl-contending team, the Eagles? I still think it's the quarterback. He's got to play well. That's, I agree. GT says yes. Will, Will, I'm with you, Will. I don't think the roster's finished yet every you're not contenders for the super bowl you were not contenders for the super bowl last year not at all you played against the dallas cowboys and and the uh, buccaneers it was jv varsity you were never in contention last year you were a good team let's be real here you think you were going to beat the rams or any of those football teams you're out of your mind Honey Badger got three years, $33 million, $18 million guaranteed from the Saints. Xander goes like that. Take him for that. Absolutely. I'm not paying that. Xander would pay for that. God, he's been injured a lot. You're going to pay the guy $11 million a year? I, oh, you wouldn't. Okay. But the Saints. I told you the Saints overpaid for him. Let him. They overpaid for him. I tweeted that out, that they they upped the money. That's exactly what happens, Xander. They upped the money. Yeah, Das, he got the bag of money. There was a deal on the table for him, and it was looking over the weekend that the Saints weren't going to do it, but when they didn't address the secondary in the draft, Dennis Allen and Mickey Loomis upped the money. They had to because – Quite frankly, check it out. So if you're if you're Honey Badger, you really feel better about going to New Orleans and contending for a playoff spot than you do going to Philadelphia. I think I think the Eagles are better than the Philadelphia. I think the Eagles are better than the New Orleans Saints. Am I wrong when I say that? Yeah, guys, it's a dumb overpay. That's right, maniac. Completely overpaid. They upped the money like they did in Cleveland for Deshaun Watson, okay? And that's why Honey Badger is now a saint. Not me, man. I'm not paying that. $18 million in guarantees, three-year contract. Howie probably wanted to give him a two with an option. No way. Way overpaid. Got his money, though, okay? That's what he was looking for. No way the Eagles are better. No way the Eagles are better than Philadelphia. I'm thinking you're saying New Orleans. So you take Jameis Winston and that group down there and that defense, even though the Eagles ran the Saints off the field last year. They beat that team up. They went for 248 yards against the so-called Dennis Allen defense. They shit all over that Saints team. And you're telling me? What's... That, or, or is that just an opinion? Because last year, the Saints got destroyed by the by the uh, Eagles. Ran them over. <laughs> the Saints, the tank this year. Okay. Oh, I got a tank. Okay, good, man. I got you. I got you. Saints, the better team? They're not the better team. No, he's kidding. He's kidding. He's kidding here. Let me get into, by the way, Gary Cobb, Fox 29, bottom of the hour. Guys, please hit the like button. The impact of these four men, what will they be on the Eagles this year? Jordan Davis, AJ Brown, Hassan Reddick, Nikobe Dean. These are four quality guys. These are four quality guys. By the way, May I ask you guys a question? How do you think Howie's done the last two drafts? How, about, how, how do you think Howie's done the last two drafts? What would you give him as a grade for combined two drafts? By the way, these four men are all quality. This is quality upgrade. Sec one says, stellar. Agreed. Hey, Dan, have you heard from any of your sources out there? Missed it. Dean coming for Parsons? That would be an amazing story if he puts up a year like that. A plus, A, A minus. Awesome. It's B, secondary not addressed. Okay, Chris. Last two drafts, B plus. Mostly contributors. Solid A. I give it an A, too. I give it an A, and I underline what Chris said. Secondary needs to still be addressed. Okay? Agreed. These four men here that they've added to this roster, though, this year, here's my impact I think Jordan Davis will make on this team. Remember something, when you make that transition, and I'm going to tell you because making a transition from the college game to the pro game, it's so important that you go to good organizations, especially when you were at one, like Jordan Davis was at Georgia. Okay? Great coaching. Outstanding fundamentals. Always striving to win. Because they're deep. In the front seven, Jordan Davis is going to be put in positions to win. How I would put him and ease him into playing, Hardgrave and Fletcher Cox, unless Jordan Davis just absolutely blows people's minds during training camp. Could it happen? We've seen it happen. But unless that happens, okay, You start with Hardgrave and you start with Fletcher. Then you start putting him into positions to succeed. Okay? Second long. First down. Drop him in an occasional third down pass rush. See how he handles it. Keep him inside. Don't put him on the edge. He's not an edge rusher. He's not going to set the edge for you. Put him inside. Put him in the three technique. Don't turn him into a slug. Bring him along. Put him in a position to build him up. Make him succeed. Don't put him in two-gapping where he's just a slug in there. You don't draft a player in the first round a defensive tackle so that he's holding guys up for the guys behind him. That's a wasted pick. You're trying to make this player productive. And you want to see your Philadelphia Eagles defense this year giving up less than 100 yards rushing. If you can do that, you'll be the number one group in the league. Okay? So how I'm going to bring him along? By the way, by week eight, I want this kid playing half the snaps. Okay? I I want there to be a three-man rotation in there. If there's 60 snaps, I want this guy getting 25 snaps game. Then you, the three of you depending on injuries and all that, too. I want to bring him along. I'm not just going to drop his ass in there and expect him to go in there and be an NFL defensive tackle, especially when you've got veteran guys like they do on that team. A.J. Brown's impact. Where do you start? He's going to take Quez Watkins. He's going to take... Do you know who may benefit the most from A.J. Brown? Jalen Rager. I was told by someone in the Eagle organization, Jalen is going to be on this team this year. He ain't going anywhere. He ain't going, as of right now, he ain't going anywhere. A.J. Brown right now may be and may have the biggest impact on Jalen Rager's career of anybody he's been around since he's been an Eagle because you know what a guy like that, hang on his side. You know what a guy like that's going to say, dude, do you want to play? Do you want to be here? That guy works. He's a team guy. He blocks in the run game. When you watch a player like that and you're sitting there and you're watching on film in your room, Okay, and you're watching that guy and you're going like this. That doesn't look anything like me. You're either going to up your game or you're going to be showing the door. Because then it becomes evident to the wide receiver coach, the offensive coordinator, the head coach, and Howie. Bro, you're nowhere near that guy. Devontae has upped his practice habits. All these guys are going to sit around Jalen. A.J.'s going to be saying this. This guy, A.J. Brown, is a bona fide one. I don't get how the Titans came to this conclusion. You're paying a quarterback $30 million, and now you decide to go into the draft and get Trayvon Burks and think, well, I'll just get another one. Really? Okay. I want to see that. This here is going to impact the wide receiving core like you've met ne- he's the best wideout you've had since T.O. Deshaun Jackson was a sprinter. Was a deep threat, not a receiver. Jeremy Maclin was decent, but not this guy. Okay, you haven't had a guy like this in your building ever. T.O. But what was T.O. when, hey, when T.O. got to Philly, was he 34? Macklin is nothing like A.J. Brown. Nothing. Not close. This guy knocks people out in the run game. Macklin's not knocking people out. This guy does and has and will. Okay? He will. Dude, you've got yourself a wide receiver now where you have to game plan against. Hey, and by the way, if I'm Nick Sirianni, do I do a little Debo Samuel with him? Maybe. Do I put him in my run game on jet sweeps? Maybe. I try to get that guy to ball as much as I possibly can. I want that guy to have a zillion targets because then Devontae Smith is wide open. Quez is your Deshaun Jackson down the sidelines. Goddard's your scene player. Your screen game automatically improves. Oh, and get this guys, he's 24. He's 24 years old. You got a 34-year-old, 35-year-old T.O. This guy's 24, and he's T.O. He's got hands like T.O. Have you seen him run guys over in open space? He's about as physical as you can get. To me, in my opinion, A.J. Brown, Debo Samuel, I don't know. You can flip a coin, and I'm happy with both of them. That's dad's the tight end. I think the tight end that came from Ole Miss. I think anytime that you're in a system like Lane Kiffins, I think he's going to be a very good backup and you create a depth at your tight end position. I don't have a problem with anybody they took. Eric says, AJ Brown is a tough team guy. I think the chemistry on the team will help them win a game or two that they shouldn't have. I love unselfish studs. Eric, perfect, wonderful, love it. A.J. Brown did not want to le- Can I tell you something else, guys? A.J. Brown didn't want to leave Tennessee. You want guys like that. I don't want a guy who's looking for the next thing. I want a guy who loves where his feet are. That's who I want. He was loyal to the Titans. The Titans, I don't get it. Stacy says the Eagles now will rule the East until Sam Howe takes over in Washington. With those four receivers, Howe is better than Hertz day one. I- I'll tell you, Stacy, I was more impressed with Sam Howe his junior year at Carolina than I was with him his senior year. I thought he got out to a slow start. And I think that's why he tumbled in the draft. And that's why I told you that Matt Corral would tumble in the draft. Okay. This is not a very, there's, you can have Kenny Pickett. There was not one player that I would use in the first three rounds. Maybe Malik Willis. If I'm a veteran guy and I have a veteran quarterback on my team, Maybe something like that. But other than that, I'm not. As a matter of fact, there wasn't really anybody I was in love with. There really wasn't anybody. And I said that from day one. There was nobody I was in love with. A.J. Brown can't shit. Hertz recruited A.J. Brown. I do love that too, Maniac. Okay? Crowd went third because of off field stuff. Sure. Sure. Okay. Van Dyke might be the guy next year. We'll see. Let's see if the Hurricanes can win an ACC championship. By the way, I was very glad to see somebody ended up. I have. I don't know who the kid was. The kid went to the seventh round. Miami has now had 48 consecutive years where somebody's drafted from UM. One guy. My draft class, we had nine guys. Jesus, criminy. <laughs> my draft class, we had nine guys go. And my draft class was pretty pretty impressive, but it wasn't like over the top, like the 2000 or 2001 group. I mean, we had nine guys drafted my year out of Miami. I think Testaverde went one, Highsmith three. Jerome went nine. Um, Winston Moss went like four. 50, I think. cozy went 33. I went 56. We had a shitload of guys. Yeah. AJ Brown was drafted to the Padres. Shows me he's even more of an athlete. Hassan Reddick is going to benefit now massively. Plus, he's a productive guy. He's got a resume to show it. I think he's going to have a double-digit sack season. Nicobe Dean? Steal of the draft. Look at the freaking horses he has in front of him. Dude, dude, this guy's not going to get touched. He's not going to get touched. He's not. All right, I got to take a timeout because Gary Cobb from Fox 29 is going to join us and we're going to get his take on all of this by the way gary was spectacular with our draft coverage with jacob media he was just absolutely great seth and everyone was just great d gun was spectacular so awesome covered you wall to wall as i said we would we're going to talk to gary cobb and get his spin on everything please hit the like button keep it right here on the national football show
0: stream on a Roku, Fire Stick, Android TV or Apple TV. Now you can watch 6ABC 24/7 with the 6ABC Philadelphia streaming app. The big story on X and y- Search 6ABC Philadelphia and start streaming today.
2: Lincoln Financial Field is home to more than just our hometown team. It's a landing place for dreams. Invest in the future of our students from all over Philadelphia and get an exclusive tour of the stadium at the Blocks Aspire to Dreams Gala hosted by Brian Taff of 6ABC. While we aspire to build, our students aspire to dream. Join us for the Blocks Gala on Thursday, May 5th at Lincoln Financial Field. Seats are limited, so reserve yours today at blocks.org gala. To learn more about who we are, what we do, and career opportunities with Local 98, visit us, IBEW98.org. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best
1: rocks glass. Free. You're telling me that bottle is cut in half?
2: You could say that.
8: Go for the midnight cares, go for the game. Go for the hits, go for the fans, go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Welcome
3: back. National Football Show, your boy Big Sills. Meryl Reese will be with us tomorrow, by the way. And also on Thursday at 4.30, Keith Jackson will be with us. And then on Friday, we are going to have Keith Byers with us too. So those are confirmed. We're going to have it wall-to-wall this week on what the Eagles have done in this offseason here. And again, you have to look at what they've done now in totality here with not just the draft, but now with the offseason. The Hassan Reddick deal looks even better now. And you're looking at the depth on the front seven now. I mean, look at the rotation that they have. This is starting to look like the 17 team, but the difference here, this football team is being built with guys in their mid-20s instead of guys in their 30s or mid-30s. Let's bring our friend Fox 29 Gary Cobb in here right now. and Gary was spectacular, too, with the Jacob Media coverage. He was just great, and Gary, I, I I saw some of the comments that you made, and I was listening to some of the comments that you made. Just give me your thoughts again on the whole three days, and add in the offseason now on how this whole thing looks for the Eagles as they go into mini camps and they get ready for training camp in July.
9: Well, you know, the uh, the offseason, uh, you know, uh, Howie really faced a lot of criticism during the offseason because he, he didn't get a veteran wide receiver. So we said, hey, he didn't get a veteran wide receiver. Well, he shut everybody up because he got a veteran wide receiver, a guy which you really didn't think was available. How do you get A.J. Brown, 24 years old, pro Bowl wide receiver? You know, in the prime of his career, you take him from Tennessee, you bring him in. I mean, that's a shocker. I mean, nobody knew anything about that. I mean that's a shocker. And then to find out that he and uh, Jalen are so close, and that Jalen is uh, what this uh, um, what I, I mean how close are you? I forgot, but how he uh, what was the stepfather? What 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 was it? Not the stepfather. <laughs> the um, I forget what it was. But anyway, he's really close with the with the kid, and that that they have been friends all this time, and uh, to see them make that move that that was astonishing because you didn't think he was available. You're looking at all these lesser receivers that you were disappointed. They didn't get, and then they, they come out and they get a gym. Uh, so you got your number one receiver. That's going to make things good for Devontae, of course, for Jalen. So you made that move. And so that really, you go back and you have to tell Howie, Hey, look, we didn't know you were going to do this. The, the off season was cool. If they'd have made this move at the beginning of the off Everybody would have been praising Howie all offseason. So uh, in the first round, they get Jordan Davis. Now, he has got to improve. I mean, but he's a specimen. This guy is, you know, as big as he is and as fast as he is.
3: But, Gary, does it concern you that you're drafting a guy that high and his forte is not pass rushing? Hey, yep. It it definitely does. I
9: mean, I, I talked about it this weekend. You know uh, the guy that's got to step up, Tracy Rockers, their defensive line coach. He's on the hot seat because he has got to teach this kid how to pass rush, and he if you if he does not affect the passing game, this is a wasted pick. You cannot draft somebody for the running game anymore because this is a passing league. He's got to be in there on third down. Down in Georgia, he was off the field on third down. Third down is when everything happens. He's got to affect. The the, the uh, quarterback, he's got to get pressure up the gut. He's got to learn how to slide and and, and hit those gaps. He's got to use his long arms. I see he's got long arms. He got big hands. He's got to be able to use that. So he does have, you know, the the the, uh, the skill. Well, he doesn't have the skills, but he he has the athleticism that you want to see out of a defensive tackle. But he's got to learn to rush the passer. And and really, I mean, I was just uh, you know. I was not happy about seeing what he was doing on third down, sometimes on pass downs, what he was doing. He's standing there with the guy, almost like they're having a conversation with the offensive guard. Stops his feet. Rather the passer. He stops his feet. Yeah. So he, he, he's he got to learn. So Tracy Rocker, the Eagles defensive line coach, he has got to work with this kid. And obviously he must have gave him a thumbs up that he felt that he can make the type of a growth and help the growth
3: in him that he needs to. But- he knew him. He knew him because he helped recruit him for Georgia. Yeah. So he knew the background of the kid. And you're dead right. What if he ends up being Vince Wolferk? Would you be okay with that? Or do you think that's still a wasted pick at that position when we're talking about how high that is? Because I say his floor is Vince Wolferk. If he doesn't get, because I don't see 10 sacks out of Jordan Davis. Well I you know, don't see a 10-sack guy.
9: Well, you know, if he doesn't give you 10 Do sacks. Did you
3: see a dominant sue with him,
9: Gary? You know, I you know, it's by faith. Right now you're talking about faith. I don't see it on tape. So he's got to improve though. I mean, he's gotta affect the passing game. Now he doesn't necessarily get have to get 10 sacks. Agreed. He, if he can affect the game, meaning like you're knocking down passes, you're getting in the quarterback's face, he's throwing the ball away different things like that. So he doesn't necessarily have to have the sacks, but he's got to affect the passing game. Can't just be the running game. People don't run the ball enough. The game's not on the line when you're running the ball. The game's on the line on third down. The end of the game, you're, you're leading by four points. Can you get pressure on the quarterback, win the game, or are you going to let them drive the length of the field? Everything comes down to the pass rush. He's got to give pressure up the gut. Now, you can knock down passes. Quarterbacks hate that. He's got the size to do that, but he's got to be able to get around. Don't stand there, you know, where you just stand there wrestling with the guy. No, you got to get some, uh, get into the backfield. You got to get penetration into the backfield. That's what it's about. And so they've got to teach him to do that. Now, they are taking a chance at this high of a pick where he hasn't showed that on film. He hasn't shown that. I agree so with you. Got, they got to get him to do that and know, I would not be happy. If he does not affect the passing game, this was not a good pick. But if they can teach
3: him, Tracy Rocker got to do his job. How about this when it comes to the rotation and to the depth now of the team? Josh Sweat, Fletcher Cox, Javon Hardgrave, Hassan Reddick. The second team is Brandon Graham, Jordan Davis, Milton Williams, Derek Barnett. Would you say that this front four with the depth on it now – is as formidable as that 17 Super Bowl team? Uh, it has
9: the potential. It has the potential, but, uh, you know, I, I can't guarantee that because in the middle there with Fletcher, I mean, how much are you going to get out of Fletcher now? That's You're why not kid- sold on the
3: Davis pick, are you, Gary?
9: No, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sold on it. I, I mean, I, I love the size and everything, but I saw the kid on tape.
3: He doesn't know how to rush the passer yet. I mean, it's just – I mean, it's the truth. What do you make of only 19 and a half tackles for losses in 43 games at Georgia? Well, uh, he's got to get in better shape. You know, the thing that I, I said,
9: well, I don't want him eating any cheesesteaks. All the people. <laughs> I don't want anybody in Philadelphia. Don't give this kid a cheesesteak. We don't need to get them hooked on cheesesteaks. This kid's got to lose some weight. He's got to get in shape. he got to get in shape. And you know what? Uh, playing inside, man, that's work. Rushing the passer. Whew. Man, it's work. It's, it's you got to be in great shape to do that, or you're going to be standing at the line of scrimmage, like I saw him doing on some of that tape.
3: Too much hand fighting, having
9: a conversation with the offensive guard, like, "Hey, hey, Gary, so where are you going after the game?" You know, Gary. Too much hand fighting. Too much hand fighting, man. He's got to learn how to, you know, how, how to make himself skinny and get around that corner, man. So he he, he does have the athleticism to do it. I mean, he does. to see to see him run. You see that you see him run people down and everything. He's got the ability, but but they've got to teach him. And they obviously believe they can do it, and that's why they went out and got him. And uh, you know, so I understand that, and I understand how Howie basically he's going after him. That he, he he gets two guys off the national championship team the the, the middle of their defense. And uh, you know, so that's that's a safe
3: thing you're doing from the mentality. You got the best in the business there. Hey, no, 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 two hundred dollar gift cards from Geno's is what Gary's saying. We can't no. have any, no, 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 no gift cards from Geno's. What you, you I mentioned would put the it, other guy in the middle. What's, what, what's your what's take on the Dean coming to the Eagles? Well, uh, the thing
9: I see with the Kobe, I, I, I see a guy who is uh, very smart, you know, and, and and you know, you can't, you can't put an, uh, enough importance on that, you know, uh, uh, playing linebacker, you got to have instincts. Some of it you can't teach. A play starts; you got to know. Go inside, go outside. You got to go make the play. Now he's got that. He's got those instincts, and the kid is smart. You can see that he's he he can he can see a uh, uh, a certain formation. He knows what the other team is getting ready to do. I see him taking off early, making plays. So I love to see that. And the kid is a leader. He led a national championship defense. So I like those qualities. Uh, he's a big play guy. He really is a guy that makes plays in open field. That's what you got to do at the linebacker position now. So I love the pick. I was shocked that he was still there. I don't know why he was still there. But, I, you know, as long as he's healthy, let's roll. I think that's a, a great pick.
3: Why were you there in 12? Okay. And you played 12 years. I mean, yeah.
9: <laughs> you know, hey, they, they make mistakes. They do. You know, they do. They, and, you know, sometimes, you know, uh the, the the mental part of the game, some of it you can't explain. Like, you can't explain why one guy has an instinct to go and he's always around the ball, another guy gets blocked. You know, he doesn't know. He go, takes the wrong way and he opens up the, the gate for them to run for a touchdown. Some of that you can't explain. Clearly, he has the instincts of a linebacker, so – from from that standpoint, you know, I think he, I think he's gonna be ready to roll. And I can hear by the way he's talking, man, he's happy to be with his boy Davis. Let's do this, you know. But but this is the pro level. These are the pros.
3: Oh, completely. It's not different college level anymore. anymore. Let this me read pro. you this here: Jalen Hurts, Miles Sanders, A.J. Brown, Devonte Smith, Quez Watkins, Dallas Goddard, Jordan Mulata, Landon Dickerson, Jason Kelsey, Isaac Guard, Lane Johnson. At right tackle. Your thoughts on that offense. Has it improved since the last regular season in 2021? I think, I think it has improved. I mean, with the addition of AJ Brown, that's a tremendous improvement. So
9: now you've got a guy with the other team is worried about a receiver. They come out immediately. It's going to affect what defenses they see. They got to be worried about a guy getting deep on him because he's not only a power guy, he can get deep. And so. I think he, he greatly affects what they what they do and the way teams are gonna play them, but they still have that running game. Now I gotta tell you, Sales, you know, hey, Jason's on the I clock. think they
3: got a 24-year-old TO in that offense now. With yeah, I think I think
9: you're right. I mean, think about it. He he's the he's the most complete receiver they've had since him. He this this kid is a he's a physical specimen. Also, he's got the speed. But, but what this, this means is Jalen is on the clock. Jalen Hurts is on the clock. He's got everything he could ask for. Now they want to see a big-time offense that him operating this offense and th- them being able to have an explosive passing game. They've got a running game. We know that. But do they have a passing game that week in and week out they can go out and attack defenses and make big plays. That's what we gotta see. And so, you know, I mean, he's he's got he's got that fourth year coming up where hey, they're paying 40 million a year, 45, 35 quarterbacks
3: making at least 30, 35 million dollars a year. Gary, how many games, up books? How many games going into this 2022 year will the Eagles know? About Jalen, how many? How many do you? How many games will they go like this? Because I don't, I don't know if you think that they've already come to their conclusion on him or not, or if they're going to give him that opportunity to really be the guy. Well, the how way, how well, are you
9: seeing this? Well, well, the things are right now is he hasn't proven them um, proven to him to them that he is the guy. He has not proven that he is the guy because if he had proven that he is the guy, then we still wouldn't be doing this dance, you know, uh, where they're, they're backing up those picks into the next draft where they're looking at all these quarterbacks, you know, they would be looking at quarterbacks, but they really wouldn't be looking at quarterbacks as starters, but he hasn't proven to them that he, that he is the guy. So they're still giving him time. I'd say nine games. You know, I'm giving, I would say nine games. They're definitely, they will know whether he is the guy or not because that gives them some time to get used, you know, with the playing um, with AJ. And then, you know, they're going to know by then. They're going to know by then. You got all the pieces. You got a great offensive of line. You now got you a great receiver to throw the ball to. Devontae's going to be better. That's your number two. You got your tight end, you got everything you you could want. So they're gonna wanna see an explosive passing offense. They already got an explosive run offense. They're gonna want to see a explosive passing offense that's consistent. You know, it doesn't have to be perfect, but they want to see consistently that they're able to go out, come down and shred uh opposing secondaries.
3: We're gonna see. The let key is gonna on, be. Let me get you on the other side of the ball here. Hassan okay. Reddick, Fletcher Cox, yeah. Yvonne Hardgrave, Josh Sweat, Kaiser White, Nicobe Dean, T.J. Edwards, Darius Slay, Epps, Harris, and Maddox. Has this group improved? Uh,
9: I, I think they definitely have improved. Uh, I think they're better, but you're going to have some young people out there, though. See, So I don't know that we're going to find out everything. You you, you you don't have everything. You don't have that other corner. You really don't have the other corner. And you got young guys in leadership spots. See, they just got there, you know. Uh, Dean has just arrived. So it's going to take a little time. This this is a pro. So, you know, and then Davis is going to be a development project. They, they got to teach him how to, how to rush the passer. But it's going to be exciting to see because these kids have talent, you know. Just are they going to be able to get it out of them and uh, it's going to be fun to see them come together as a group and to see them, you know, you see a defense come together, man, they, Hey, they, 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 get to the point where at a certain time of the game,
3: they start to hunt.
9: And they you start think to hunt this football team,
3: You think this football team could win the NFC East? Yeah, I, I do think so.
9: Yeah. I, but the key is going to be Jalen, uh, Jalen hurts. But I, I think they can, I, I think they can, but they're going to have to have that explosive passing offense where there are going to be some games where they're going to have to come, they're going to have to win it. Last four minutes of a game, march the length of the field, put the ball in the end zone. They're going to need some of those uh, some of those games, and it's going to come down to Jalen. I think that they're going to they're going to find out now. Right now, everything is fair. We gave you the pieces, you got yep. the weapons. He's got to go out and he's going to show. You know, I hope he I hope he does. I mean, I I like the kid and everything, but. This is not about life. This is about either do or don't. That's Does this
3: tell us tell us also a little bit about Nick Sirianni? I mean, look, we've seen Matt Nagy. We saw him win a, a a division title in Chicago. He gets fired two years later. Hell, we 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 saw so many coaches that got out to a great start, they end up getting fired uh, before in the past, especially in Philadelphia. I mean, Ray Rhodes comes to mind. He won a couple NFC Coach of the Year awards and was fired. Yep. Okay. Um, Is this also going to tell us now no excuses for Nick Sirianni to develop this offense too? Uh, Without a doubt, because uh, you got to give Howie a lot of credit. He's given him –
9: how could you ask for anything more? No, I agree. You got got all the pieces there. Now it's both he and Jalen. We want to see an explosive passing offense where – You know, come on. We see what Kansas City has done. I mean, Andy Reid has has shown us what they can do there year in and year out. Uh, We've seen it with other teams where they've got the passing game, you know, where they've got an explosive passing game. And so that's why they win so much. I mean, Green Bay has been doing that. They've been doing that act over there where late in the game, they're coming back, they're going to score. Can you do that? Can you make big plays? You know, can you uh, shred a defense that's struggling? You shred them, run them off the field where they're just ready to leave. They can't even slow you down. We need to see some of that. That's what we need to see against a good defense, where you go up against a quality defense and you pick them apart. That's what Jalen Hurts has got to do. He's got the weapons. Nick Sirianni, they got everything they could ask for. Now... We want to see production. And, you know, it, it's it's the tough part of the game, but it's the fun part of the game, too, because this is about competition. Can you produce with everything on the line? They got all the pieces. Uh, How he did his job, and now he's handing the baton to Nick, uh, who is now going to ha- hand that ball to Jalen. And Jalen ultimately is got the guy that got to go in there and lead him on that drive where you're trailing what 30 to you know 27. You you got to drive the length of the field, win the game, at least tie it. And you know, you got the ball backed up against a good defense. Can you drive it down there? You and 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 this is not just about the running game. This is about throwing the ball. And, you know, can you come out? Can you put up 35 to 40 points. When the Eagles are playing a good team, they're playing a team that can score. And this other
3: team scored 31. Can you score 34 and beat them? Gary, do you think this defense um, has now improved enough to play press coverage? Or do you think it's still going to be in a situation where you, me, and Seth, were going like this? Man, just too much zone. And these teams are still going to beat them up well you know uh they're going to have to watch you know that uh,
9: other corner spot uh but you know you can cover uh, you can you can have somebody over the top they cannot play like that next year they can't play like they did especially starting out the season that's not nfl football can't play like that you they got to be more attacking so i think they will be uh it's going to be interesting what happens at that corner spot that's something that it's going to be interesting to see what they do and who they put over there, that'll be a key. But you know you got Darius Slay on one side, uh, Avante Maddox will be in, uh, in, in there in the slot. Uh, I, I think that they have enough to where they're going to be competitive, but they still could use another corner. But they got the big boys. They got to be getting pressure on that quarterback, man. That's what's got to be greatly improved, and I think
3: that they have brought in people that are capable of doing it. But Absolutely. that's going to be the key defensively. Great. Absolutely. You know what, too, man? I just got to tell you, you know, I think that what you've done for me is um, you've brought all the Eagle people in the front office at the Novacare Center onto the show. I get text <laughs> messages now from Bob Lang. I get text messages from Tracy Rocker. I want to thank you because they're all going. I got a text message and I won't tell you exactly from who, how you like us now. And I'm like, oh, you haven't played it down yet. <laughs> These right. kids don't even have their helmet yet. Wait That's a minute, right. <laughs> let's see what we're gonna do. But it looks very optimistic. Yeah, my and friend. it's gonna it's
9: gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun because this is what the NFL is about. Show up and, and let's show what you can do. And and this this is the year they got uh, definitely
3: exciting year ahead, and a lot of people are on the clock. Absolutely, Gary Cobb, Fox twenty nine. Thank you so much, my friend. Love you to death. Thank you, Gary. All right, buddy. Have a good one. You got it. Gary Cobb. I got to tell you, man, I'm with everybody, man. You know, he mentioned some things about Jordan Davis that doesn't concern you now on what he said about Jordan Davis. Okay. Hey, by the way, Morgan and Morgan, where the fee is free, my friends, picking an attorney is one of the most important things that you possibly can do for you and your family when it comes to getting the fair compensation for the people, not a slogan who they are. It's what they do. I've known John Morgan for over 25 years. And I promise you the passion that he and his family have put into this with Mike and all, it's incredible on what they have grown to. They have grown to now be the biggest law firm in the country. Size matters when you're going to battle because people will try to take advantage of you when you're trying to get your fair compensation. Last 30 years, they've collected over $13 billion dollars $13 billion in compensation for their clients. This is what Morgan & Morgan does with over 800 attorneys and offices in Philadelphia, New York, Florida, all across the country. Morgan & Morgan goes to battle for you to make sure that you get the fair compensation. By the way, getting an attorney usually leads to three times the settlement. That's why Morgan & Morgan will not be intimidated by anybody when they go to battle for you. The call is free. 800-512-1600. The consultation is free. 800-512-1600. There is no firm in the country like Morgan & Morgan. Call them again. 800-512-1600. And when you call them, tell them Big Sill sent you.
5: Many times when people are injured at a place of business, they don't realize they may have a case. The fact is injuries should not happen. And most of the time when someone is injured, someone is at fault. Maybe the store manager installed a cheap, slippery floor, or there wasn't proper security. After an injury at a hotel, restaurant, store, or any place of business, it's so important to call us. Time matters. Size matters. Morgan & Morgan, forthepeople.com.
0: Do you stream on a Roku, Fire Stick, Android TV, or Apple TV? Now you can watch 6ABC 24-7 with the 6ABC Philadelphia streaming app. The big story on X and Search 6ABC Philadelphia and start streaming today.
2: Lincoln Financial Field is home to more than just our hometown team. It's a landing place for dreams. Invest in the future of our students from all over Philadelphia and get an exclusive tour of the stadium at the Blocks Aspire to Dreams Gala hosted by Brian Taff of 6ABC. While we aspire to build, our students aspire to dream. Join us for the Blocks Gala on Thursday, May 5th at Lincoln Financial Field. Seats are limited, so reserve yours today at blocks.org gala To learn more about who we are, what we do, and career opportunities with Local 98, visit us, IBEW98.org. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free.
1: You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You
2: could say that.
8: Go for the midnight cares, go for the game. Go for the hits, go for the fans, go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com.
3: Welcome back. National Football Show, your boy Big Sills. Please hit the like button. Boy, Andrew Barry and Joe Douglas have killed this offseason. They've killed it. They have absolutely had um an amazing offseason. And here's something else to think of, too. You know, this comes from the Eagle front office. Howie Roseman is not only starting to develop coaches. He's also starting to develop players and front office personnel. Howie Roseman is responsible for Andrew Barry and Joe Douglas. This is Philly grown. Joe Douglas has drafted for the Jets better than any general manager I have seen in my life. I don't remember the Jets drafting like this. Andrew Barry, need a quarterback. Not that guy, that guy. Go out and get the most important thing you can. They do a nice job in the draft. They put pieces around Deshaun Watson. Howie Roseman could sit back now, and this is crazy when I say this, is Howie Roseman one of the top five general managers in the NFL? Hey. <laughs> Even I have to say this. No, John McMullen's been saying this forever here on Jacob Media. But here, guys, don't just <laughs> – Don't just sit here and go like this. Secondary sucks. How many teams are complete in the NFL right now? Here, know this. The salary cap will never allow you to have a complete team. You'll never be a complete team. Nobody will ever be completely complete. There will be holes everywhere. Okay? But paying the right positions, quarterback, wide out, corner edge rusher having those positions solidified allows you to win in today's salary cap era Rams aren't a perfect team dude they lose Wentworth now in the O-line okay their defensive tackles out their defensive tackles outside of Aaron Donald now you lose Von Miller I get You added Khalil Mack. But do you really think that that's a complete football team that doesn't believe in the draft? They're going to be wedged against the cap every year. And if they make one tragic mistake, they have no wiggle room. Watch this. If Cooper Cup goes down or if Aaron Donald goes down, that team's hosed. You have no money to maneuver because of you up against the cap You have no players that you developed that are are on your roster. What you have is one percenters, and then you have a bunch of rest of the guys who are league minimum guys. You're constantly against that cap. This is where the Eagles, watch this. If you get injured in the D-line, you're good. If you get injured in the O-line, you're good. Those are the two positions that the Eagles have built their reputation. You know how Philadelphia's owned the NFC East? Because they've owned those positions. The Rams are not a solid. The Rams, again, depending on what you define solid, they're a player away from a disaster. How about this? If Matthew Stafford goes down, they're finished. If Jalen Hurts goes down, the Eagles will still be in the conversation to win the NFC East. Yes. They're built to run the ball. They're built now to throw the ball. They've got a deep room of quarterbacks that could come in there and just play when you had to. You're not a disaster away from happening on a losing season in Philly now. You can sustain. This is the war of attrition. You're not getting it. Still, a lot of teams can lose their quarterback and be that way. Look at what Green Bay, what would happen to Green Bay? Well, yeah, when you pay a guy $50 million and you can't play Devontae Adams, yeah. You got guys in their 20s. The only guys that you're paying big money to, Slay, Fletcher Cox, and now A.J. Brown. Yale t- Yale's right. Douglas took the approach to New York. Cleo Mack is with the Chargers. My bad. Thank you, Andrew. That's right. He's with the Chargers. By the way, I sent Tom Telesco a um, an email today because I think the Chargers have had a great offseason. That's right. Thank you. Thank you, my friend. Look at Chris. Darius Slay goes down. Every quarterback will light that defense up. Every quarterback will light that defense up. Big sales. Joe Douglas spent 14 years in Baltimore. Then he worked with Howie. <laughs> that does hey, Baltimore, another team. Good night, almighty. God is Baltimore a great drafting team. Every freaking year, the Baltimore Ravens land on players that will contend and compete. They they get the drafting process better than any football team in the league for the last 20 years or however long they've been in Baltimore. Even when Ozzie was with the Browns, he laid that cement and that formula, my God almighty, Are the Ravens good? God, oh, man. It's the best drafting franchise in the league. And it ain't close. They land on everybody, man. Get the right guys. They're such a talented football organization. Man, when I grow up, I want my organization to resemble what the Ravens do. Constantly winning 10 games. Constantly recruiting and developing players. You've got coaches in that building that are stars. I mean, hey, how many coaches have the Ravens had in the last 20 years? Two? Brian Billick and John Harbaugh? Man, that's stability. That's the – hey, do you guys even know who the general manager of the Ravens is? It ain't Ozzie Newsome anymore. Okay. Do you guys even know who he is? Ravens are just Eagles, Ravens, Jets. Vikings had a nice one. I mean, all those had really good drafts. I'll say this to you about Doug, Peter. Let me me take a timeout. Last hour of the show, I'll reset everything because I want to get everybody's thoughts again. I want to make sure we hit on everything here. What a day. What a weekend. What an absolute opportunity moving forward here. God, there's going to be so much to hit on here over the next couple weeks. Hit the like button. Hour number three coming up here on the National Football Show. Keep it right here.
0: On a Roku, Fire Stick, Android TV, or Apple TV, now you can watch six ABC twenty four seven with the six ABC Philadelphia streaming app. The big story on X. And you- Search six ABC Philadelphia and start streaming today.
2: Lincoln Financial Field is home to more than just our hometown team. It's a landing place for dreams. Invest in the future of our students from all over Philadelphia and get an exclusive tour of the stadium at the Blocks Aspire to Dreams Gala hosted by Brian Taff of 6ABC. While we aspire to build, our students aspire to dream. Join us for the Blocks Gala on Thursday, May 5th at Lincoln Financial Field. Seats are limited, so reserve yours today at blocks.org slash gala To learn more about who we are, what we do, and career opportunities with Local 98, visit us, IBEW98.org. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best
1: rocks glass. Free. You're telling me that bottle is cut in half?
2: You could say that.
8: Go for the midnight cares, go for the game. Go for the hits, go for the fans, go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com.
3: Hour number three, national football show, Big sales, by the way. James Harden, okay, with Embiid now having a concussion, you want a big contract? You want a contract extension? Here's where it is, okay? This is it. Or you and Daryl Morey and Doc Rivers can pick your shit up and get out of town. The Sixers tanked too many years for this. Okay. Accountability. Okay? Accountability. That's what it's time for now. I'm not going to sit around tanking for five years to watch BS and you just limp through and go, oh yeah, you know, we, you know, we kind of failed on Ben Simmons and, you know, and beats hurt again. Okay, it's something, always. And then donut comes in, and Jelly doesn't lead the team. Well, they need him now. Okay? They need him now. Do something. All right. Speaking of doing something, the Philadelphia Eagles did something this offseason here, and you know what that is? It changed my opinion of them, which doesn't happen a lot. I get into a position where I start debating why um, it's still what it is but I can't go there. The Eagles have changed my position. Now, you know what you'll get? And and, and I know some of you were conditioned by some loser sports talk people that are in Philadelphia because then people go like this. Well, he's flip-flopping. Haven't you ever been wrong in your life? Or do you walk around with that narcissist mentality every day? thinking that you're right every day and you just go through life not seeing what reality is. Things change. People change. Situations change. The NFL changes daily. If you're set in your ways, this is not the old NFL. Well, there was no salary cap. Things don't, rosters change every year in the NFL. Hell, you you know that better than anybody. 17, you win the Super Bowl four years later, You're a shit team. What happened? Great front office. What happened? You allowed your football team to disintegrate in front of us. Because you constructed it wrong. They're They're addressing that now. They're addressing that. It's really great to watch an organization also pivot the way the eagles have pivoted okay and 2000 hey guys tell me this do you agree the 2017 guys were built on old dudes and dudes with one or two years left on their contracts or one or two years left in ability is is that fair and so, when some of those pieces and some of those components weren't playing up to par and up to standard, all of a sudden you had salary cap issues. You had a shit quarterback starting to go this way. You lost some coaches. All of a sudden you started to see the football team just disintegrate in front of you. And you couldn't believe it that it fell off the map. By the way, that's a notorious trend that happens to every Super Bowl champion team and a, a Super Bowl team that competes for one. Look at what happened to the Falcons. They got all the way up to the top. They were look. They were looking over. They were looking over. And all of a sudden, their whole floor fell out. Right? The entire floor fell out. What the Eagles are trying to pivot off of is building their team around, hey, guys, what's the secret about A.J. Brown signing? Okay, what's the secret on A.J. Brown signing? Can you tell me what it is? Let's see if you guys are astute as I think 90% of you are. What is the secret to the signing of A.J. Brown? What do you think it is? I'm going to write it down here. What is – what is – He's 24. He's 24. How in the world do you land a player like that at 24? He's 24. I can't say that enough. He's a perennial all pro at 24. You got T.O. at 24 now with a better attitude. You got a young football player. Oh, man. How old is um, Devontae Smith? What is he? He's got to be what, 22, 23? So you're two guys, one and two are 24 and 23 years of age. (laughs) Hey, man. 22. (sighs) That's impressive. That's impressive. It's a football team built with youth now. Look how young the team's getting. The team is getting better and younger. This reminds me of Jimmy Johnson stuff. Pretty soon they're going to have weeded out every single one of the old. Look at how old is Jordan Malata? Could somebody tell me how old Jordan Malata is? Jordan Malata could be a perennial all pro for the next 14 years at left tackle. You drafted a center who is going to be the heir apparent to a guy who's going to Canton. Milad is 24 also. (laughs) They're getting younger and better. That's what you want. You don't want to get older and better because you're constantly, you know, I'll give you a comparison. It's almost like Calipari, what he has to do every year at Kentucky. Calipari has to recruit the five best players in the country every year at Kentucky to have a shot at winning a national title because those five guys are all gone because he recruits the AAU five-star kids. And when they don't win or when they – it looks – because you have no experience on the team. You know, that, that right there – I kind of just did something there. I never thought, well, the experience on the team hurt the team. Dickerson's 23. Guys, I don't – what do you see this being built more as? Do you think this looks like the time of gang green, Donovan McNabb? It's clearly not the 2017 team. Does this more look like those teams, like back in the day with Vermeil building through the draft? Andy Reid building through the draft. You know, even Buddy building through the draft. Right? Steven says, it's all up the hurts. It surely is. Dad says, A.J. Brown missed four games and still went for 1,000 yards. With Ryan Tannehill as his quarterback. William, nothing like it. Really great. Four impact players. Listen, guys, if you do this same science like you did this year and you do this next year, when you bring in the likes of Jordan Davis, by the way, I'm going to hit on Jordan Davis here in a second. Gary Cobb's not as giant of a fan as a lot of people are here. And I'll ask you guys flat out now. Paul says this. Okay, Sills. We all know Rams mortgage future now. So in two years, who has a better record, Rams or Eagles? Eagles. Paul, I'll ask you something. Who's the better football team in the NFC East, the Cowboys or the Eagles? In the next five years, who has a better record, Eagles or Cowboys? Who has a better record? Next five years Eagles or Cowboys? Das, do you know why the Cowboys are not going to be in your room or in your league? If A.J. Brown was actually available, how's that guy not in Dallas? How's he not in Dallas? You mean to tell me that the Titans only called one team up? Doubtful. You're trying to get as much draft assets back, and you're going into the draft doing it, and you trade them on draft night in the first round. You don't think they called multiple teams? Don't, don't be crazy and think they only called one team. How is that guy, right, and the Cowboys draft an offensive lineman from Tulsa who you could have got in the second or third round. What's wrong in Dallas? Money. Money is what's wrong in Dallas. That's why they're in the salary cap purgatory that they're in. Now, Gary Cobb brings something up on Jordan Davis. And I brought this up also. I like the pick. I'm okay with the pick. Okay. Jordan Davis. What number was Jordan Davis at? Um, Georgia. What number was he at Georgia? He ain't getting 99 in Philly. I'll be the, I'll, I'll. Okay. Okay, he's 90. Okay. I was going to say, um, mm-mm. I'd be making some calls, especially to Tracy Rocker. That wasn't happening. Cannot be understated, but watching the draft press conference, Sirianni understands how to fit in the organization with Eagle Brass. Eric, I've been telling you that since he got the job. Frank Reich, schooled him and prepared him and prepped him. You want the Eagle job? Here's how you get the Eagle job. That's why when people were interviewing, you know, what's funny. Some of those idiots over on WIP were telling you that Lincoln Riley was going to be. The head coach of the Eagles. I, I really did get a laugh at that. <laughs> that they made calls. You think that guy, Lincoln Riley, would have fit into Philadelphia (laughs) when he runs his own ship and he doesn't want to have anybody tell him what – you really think that's why college coaches don't mix in the NFL mostly. You know why? Because they don't have control of anything. (laughs) You you really don't think Lincoln Riley was really up for that job, do you? Frank Reich says, you got to work with Howie. And you got to appease the personnel department. Then you get the Eagle job. Know your enemy, Sun Tzu. They prepared him. That's how all of a sudden he parachuted out of nowhere to get that job. Okay. Hey, and by the way, I think we can do this now. You know, Tracy Rocker was the defensive line coach at Georgia, right? Okay. You know that he was, so he recruited him. I asked Tracy um, about his pass rushing skills. He says he can improve. Gary Cobb says that for it to be a really good pick. Here, for this pick to be a truly great pick, what do you want to see from... Jordan Davis. Yeah, Dan um, Tracy's a dear friend of mine. Um, D-Train. Well, how many sacks did he have in his Georgia career? Nine? I had that one year. I played on a national championship team, too. Okay? I mean, got to be better than that and the guy had 90, I don't, I he have 90 tackles in 43 games I had 100 tackles in 12 I mean there needs to be more production and I kind of agree with that now you're playing on a group that has a that just has a sinful amount of players on that team Five players taken in the first round off that defense. I told you it was going to be transitional on how you saw that defense compared to every other defense we've ever seen. You're comparing them to the SC teams, the Canes teams, the Bama teams, all them teams that the LSU team of a couple years ago. I want to see this from him every year. I want to see him. Doesn't have to be a pro bowler. But I want to see him between four and seven sacks. Our defense, especially against the run, in the top ten, it's a good pick then. If if Jordan Davis gives you twenty tackles and he gives you two sacks a year, the pick sucks. Push the pocket, absolutely. Okay? Push the pocket, no question about it. Absolutely. But the way that Gary was talking, and and, and by the way, when you put the tape on, you watch the – he's very active in the run game. See, to me, guys, I think he's going to be more Vince Wolferk. He's not going to be Cortez Kennedy, Russell Maryland – Aaron Donald, he's not that guy. He's just not. That's not who he is. That's not what he showed on tape. Now, can he transform his game into being something he wasn't in college? I don't think so. I think that kid's who he is. He's a big, strong, physical kid that is going to be productive in your run game, and he's also going to be great in pushing the pocket like some of you are saying. Paul says your boy rocker has his work cut out for him. Can I show you one of the issues that, I, and, and again, too, I don't want to come off here like I'm talking shit on Jordan Davis here. Cause I like the pick. I, I predicted the pick. I'm going to show you what he does. When he comes off the line of scrimmage because he's so imposing and because he's so big in college you can man trust me when i tell you you can manhandle the college linemen because their feet aren't as great as the guys you're like barrett brooks you're playing dudes now that have the same kind of feet you do but they're playing offensive line now you've got to have great feet to play old line today in the nfl And some of the size on these guys, they're not going to be fooled by one pass rush move. Jordan Davis doesn't have multiple pass rush moves. He didn't have to have them in college. He could take a guy, throw him, get over, swim or rip and get up the field. Well, in college, well, in the pros, they're going to take that first move away. And if you're not in shape, you get into hand fighting and your feet are stopped, and you're at the line of scrimmage. That's what I saw in film too. Too much hand fighting. If you want to be – when you watch Aaron Donald, Stephen, that's a great take. See that down there? See what Stephen just – hey, Xander put that up. See what Stephen just did? That is brilliant. Kelsey's going to tell him, move your feet, son, or you're going to be hand fighting and you'll be second team your entire life. You're going to be playing against a Hall of Fame center. Very good. Very good. Steven, absolutely. You learn from those guys. I posted something on my Twitter page about Mark Stabnoski. You know, Jimmy was kind of kidding when he came on last week. You know, we drafted him, and it shows me killing him and me throwing Ironhead for a loss behind the line of scrimmage. When I I first lined up, okay, okay, oh, Big Seals ain't no second team. And I showed – I told Mark Stabnoski when he got drafted by Dallas. you can go over to my Twitter page and watch me kill Mark Stabnoski, who was a second-round pick, who made perennial – all pro teams, and was on those Super Bowl Cowboy teams? You could see me killing him in college. I helped him when he got to the Cowboys. You know what I told him? You got to move your feet, kid. You can't play a power game with guys like me. You can't play power games with guys that are like Jerome Brown. They'll run around you. I engaged through him and tackled a 275-pound running back in Ironhead Hayward. And threw him for a loss. Why? Gotta move your feet, kid. The NFL is about moving your feet. And that's what I would tell Jordan Davis. If you at if you stop your feet in the NFL, it is over with. Yeah, it's over on my um Twitter page. Stebnowski was stepnosky and, and the Cowboys drafted him. And I remember Jimmy saying, they they came to me right after I was playing against, the pit teams have always put out great old linemen. Jimbo Colvert, Bill Fralick. Stepnoski was a heck of a football player. He was just a little young. And can you improve? As long as you continue to move your feet. He just goes like this. And I'm talking Jordan Davis. Gets into hand fighting. See, you can do that in college. When you're in the NFL... You can't do that. Dude, picking. One of the reasons that mulata is a special a special specimen is because his athleticism and his feet are great. And you watch Jordan mulata's hands. That dude is a great athlete for his size. I mean, he's like a Shaq kind of guy. Big dude, 360 pounds, tall as hell. By the way, Just so you know, the Eagles may have the two biggest dudes on the planet (laughs) in the NFL, in Jordan Malata and in Jordan Davis. I mean, you you put those two dudes on a – hey, man, I'll tell you what. I'd like to see the train table, Bill, when those two guys jump into a restaurant. (laughs) Hey, that's some big people, man. That's some big people. Dude. Technique, Chris. That's exactly right. Technique. You know, one thing that we hit on this was on Friday, and this was also with Gary Cobb that we had on in the second hour. I wanna take a I wanna take a timeout and I wanna ask you about Jalen Hurts. Do you think the Eagles have made their mind up about him already? What's their thinking on him? If you ever listen to Barrett Brooks, Barrett says this all the time. He goes like this. You know, man, once once the NFL thought I was a backup player, I never lost that tag. I never lost it. I just never lost it. You know, there's a couple of years I was doing well, and then all of a sudden, you know, one year in Philly really hurt me because we gave up a bunch of sacks. Then they always looked at me as a second team guy. How do you look at Jalen? How do not you? How do you think they really look at him? Okay. I want to hit on that. And I want to make sure, again, not how you see. How do you think they look at him? All right, guys. Hey, don't forget, Morgan & Morgan, our great friends at Morgan & Morgan, where the fee is free. That means this. Picking an attorney is one of the most important things that you possibly do. John has told me this forever and ever, man. Over 25 years, he's told me. And for the people, has been something that they believe in. It's not what they say. It's who they are. Morgan & Morgan, Over 30 years, they've collected $13 billion in fair compensation for their clients when it comes to compensation. I mean it, okay? Think about that, $13 billion. With over 800 attorneys and offices in Philadelphia, New York, Florida, all across the country, Morgan & Morgan, size matters. They're the biggest firm, and they will not be bullied making sure you get your fair compensation for you and your family. That's who they are. That's what they do. The call is free. 800-512-1600, 800-512-1600. 800-512-1600, 800-512-1600. Please give them a call. The consultation is free, 800-512-1600. And when you call Morgan & Morgan, do me a favor, tell them Big Sell sent you.
5: After a car crash, the big insurance companies you see advertising on TV, they may try to downplay your case and might say, it's only a fender bender or it's just a herniated disc. I worry that some law firms fall for this BS not us. We put ourselves in your shoes and ask, what would it be like to be in your pain for the rest of our lives? A million dollars wouldn't be enough for me. There's only one Morgan & Morgan for the com.
0: On a Roku, Fire Stick, Android TV, or Apple TV? Now you can watch 6ABC 24-7 with the 6ABC Philadelphia streaming app. The big story on (laughs) and Search 6ABC Philadelphia and start streaming today.
2: Lincoln Financial Field is home to more than just our hometown team. It's a landing place for dreams. Invest in the future of our students from all over Philadelphia and get an exclusive tour of the stadium at the Blocks Aspire to Dreams Gala hosted by Brian Taff of 6ABC. While we aspire to build, our students aspire to dream. Join us for the Blocks Gala on Thursday, May 5th at Lincoln Financial Field. Seats are limited, so reserve yours today at blocks.org slash gala To learn more about who we are, what we do, and career opportunities with Local 98, visit us, IBEW98.org. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass, free.
1: You're telling me that bottle is cut in half?
2: You could
1: say that.
8: Go for the midnight cares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resorts. Book your trip at theOceanac.com. Welcome back! That's the Show Big
3: Show. Trained, I did not say that the Jordan Davis pick was a bad pick. That is not what I'm saying. I'm saying you want to get the most out of that pick? He needs some work. Eric, Xander, make Seals do his homework and have an NFC East offseason show. Maybe that's the strengths and weaknesses of each team. Okay. As a matter of fact, Eric, we were going to go around the NFC East this week. Talk, We'll talk Washington. We'll talk Dallas. We'll talk New York. Well, definitely, that was planned this week, just so you know. Thank you very much, too, by the way. What up, Fred? Hey, I am not saying that at all. I never in any way, Okay. Thank you, Xander. Xander is saying just the best show on YouTube, man. We really appreciate it. We're going to go around the NFC East. You guys are awesome. Eric, way to think, man. I want to do that. Hey, Eric, I want to do that too. I have never said D train. Okay. I that's not what I said either. Cox averaged five sacks a season and 11 seasons. He doesn't need to be a huge pass-rushing player to be great. So, D-Train, you're under the assumption then that Jordan Davis is going to be and his – he's going to be a better player than Fletcher Cox. That's quite a statement. Fletcher Cox, in his prime – was in the conversation with Aaron Donald as the best two defensive tackles in the sport. That's great to have that expectation then. Okay? That is great. And so, and hey, I got into a conversation prior to the season starting in 2021 with Xander because I told him, Fletcher Cox, I didn't know Fletcher was going to fall off that much. But Xander will tell you. I thought Fletcher Cox is one of the top two defensive tackles in the sport. As a matter of fact, I kind of liked him a couple years over Aaron Donald for one reason. He's a multifaceted player. He can play the run and he could pass rush. That was my statement on him. Fletcher Cox is as good a DT... As Philadelphia has ever had in their franchise history, and that says a lot because there's been some great ones. And if you're saying that Jordan Davis is going to be that player, you'd be lucky to get Fletcher. If he turns out to be as disrupt disruptive as Fletcher, you got a steal there. By the way, someone tell me what was Fletcher Cox drafted? Was Fletcher Cox the 11th player taken? Was Fletcher the 11th player? D-Train. I'm not expecting Aaron Donald 17 sacks. I'm not expecting 17. Dude, if that guy ever put 17 sacks up, that would be amazing. Wow. Picking. So... Jordan Davis was drafted right around the same place that Fletcher Cox was? Guess what you just did, D Train? You just put it, Aaron. You just put Jordan Davis on the clock. You drafted him the same place that Fletcher was? He better put Fletcher numbers up. He better be Fletcher Cox for it to be a good pick. Do we agree? He comes in with one or two sacks every year and they're pulling him off on third down. That's a shit pick. And I am not saying that. I am not saying that. I want that on the record. I am not saying that. D train, right? If he turn, D train, if he turns out to be Fletcher, it's a great pick. White and Brown are the best duo. There's no doubt. There's no doubt. Hey, hey, Pickin. Cox only played rundowns his rookie year. Remember that. You know what though, Big Pickin. I'm going. I said this in the first hour. I want the Eagles to put him in positions of success. I'm not going to look at numbers his rookie year. I'm going to look at his impact when they put him in the games and they put him in the positions to succeed. Then we can start the clock in his second year when Fletcher's no longer on the team or Fletcher has a bounce-back year. I don't know. Okay? Jordan Davis has to be... Fletcher Cox for it to pan out. I shine. how you doing? Fletcher Cox is not going to be an edge rusher. Absolutely not. He cannot set the edge. Teams will be running outside of that guy all night long. Yeah, but Paul, they came in and offered him. They offered him more money. The Eagles had a deal on the table and they came in and they offered him enormous amount of money. Xander, what was the numbers? 33 million over three years and 24 of it guaranteed. 33 and 18 guaranteed. You can have them way overpaid. Not interested in that. Not interested. I have no interested um, space on my team for $33 million for an often-injured safety. No, thank you. Too high. Saints Saints, and Mickey Loomis had to overpay for him. Brian says, hey, listen, everybody's show is great on. Brian, you know what makes our network great? Can I tell you the one thing that makes Jacob Media better than anything you have in Philly and really better than anything in sports. What do you think that is? Do you guys know? And don't stay Xander. (laughs) I'm kidding. (laughs) Hey, why do you think every show doesn't sound the same? Every show doesn't sound the same. When you turn a radio station on, it sounds the same. And why is that? because they run their stations with fear. And so if they get the same personalities on their station and in their time slots, they don't have to worry about somebody saying something that could piss someone off. But there's a difference between offending and pissing, okay? Free speech, free power, yeah, all of that. Every time I turn today, every time I turn on a radio station from 6A to 6P, it sounds the same to me. The guys are saying the same shit. They're regurgitating the same stuff, and they all sound the same. IP was great when they had Eskin in the afternoon, or they had Josh Innes in the afternoon, or people like that. Somebody that was different. Everybody today is safe and sound the same. Our network doesn't. Sports take is different than this. Nobody wants the same show on their network. But getting things like that takes some onions. All right. Let me ask you about Jalen Hurts here. What what do you think the Eagles think today on May 2nd, 2022? What do you guys think the Eagles think of Jalen? Give me first year scouting report and how they see the future of the player. And do me a favor, guys. Leave out he's a good guy and a good team leader. Leave that out. Leave that out. Okay? Just leave that out. I don't want to hear it. Jalen Hurts, as a player. I don't want to hear works hard. Congratulations, you're in the NFL. Okay? Hurts is going to get his opportunity to prove he could be an NFL quarterback. Matt, that's how you think they see him. That's how you think they see him. They want to see the improvements in accuracy and reaction quickness. Listen to how what I'm reading here about Jalen Hurts and how you think the organization sees him. Don't lose your edge, Sills. <laughs> Never, man. Barrett, I've never disrespect him. I love the guy. By the way, congratulations. You got a gig, too, to add on to what he's doing, growing into business. It's always great to see athletes do that. I root for people. I'm not one of these guys that stab people in the back. I root for people to do well. I want everyone to do well. Uh, maybe not everyone. Hertz is going to transform the NFL. Let's see him transform the offense of the Eagles first. Before we start going crazy. I shine. I love how you give us a voice, bro. You put the pride aside and reach out to LB Philly 500. Absolutely. I'm all about making the show sound great for you guys. Dude, good broadcasting doesn't have to always be me. Okay. I, I like what sounds great. I like what moves the needle. That's how I like things. Okay. My show successful. I don't care what that means, dude. I'd put sitting on if I had to. Okay. See how you guys, see how you guys did that. <laughs> Metaphors, Xander. Oh. Oh. See how you guys are talking about hurts. Hurts better step up this year. All the things that you guys just said, okay, leads me to believe that they're still incomplete on him. There hasn't been one take on Jalen Hurts where you said this, hey, they believe he's a guy. That's why they went out and spent $100 million on the wideout. You believe right now the front office in Philadelphia is not sold on him. Well, if you're not sold on him on May 2nd, what's going to sell you on December 2nd? William says it's now or never. EC, bring back Foles. I don't mind Foles being in the room. He's mobile as hell. He is. I want him to be more accurate as hell, though brown said hurts asked him to go get him wow nigel they see him as an athletic quarterback who's safe with the ball brandon i believe hurts will prove people wrong losing to dallas twice is unacceptable Yeah, well, that scrimmage game you guys played at the end of the year wasn't really, but the other one in Dallas was not competitive. Matt says, I believe they're sold enough to put him and give him a year and the tools he needs around him. This is his opportunity to actually show up. Hurts needs to read defenses better and more accurate. Look at all these things you guys are saying, okay? Look at this. So, Paul, you're going to have 2,000-yard wide receivers in Philadelphia when the last time you had a 1,000-yard receiving wide receiver was Jeremy Macklin in 14 or 17, something like that. And you're going to have two on your team. Devin says if he gets more accurate, so you think he's going to get more accurate in three months, now the players around him will improve that accuracy. A guy like A.J. Brown will improve the accuracy. You don't spend $100 million on a wide receiver that Hurts push for if you don't trust your quarterback. Matt, that's the best take so far since I've asked the question. Good one, Matt. Okay. Now, do you think they got that $100 million wide receiver for Jalen or the next guy? Brian goes, you're an adopted son. Thank you. You know what I'm going to have to say, though? Hey, Brian, it's got to be South Philly because I hear that's where all the paisans hang out. Is that cool? That's where all the paisans hang out. And I want to be where the paisans hang out. <laughs> A partial to paisan food. Chinese food, too, for that matter. That's for Hertz to decide. AJ Brown is going to be the Eagles. He's totally like Michael Irvin. Andrew, another great take. Jeremiah, thank you so much, man. That means a lot. Please hit the like button, guys. AJ Brown, a modern day version of Michael Irvin. I love that. I love that. Less rushing TDs, more passing touchdowns. Yes, Chris. Seals, would you rather play for the Eagles or Dallas? Now that I know the fan base, I'd rather play in Philly. I would rather I would rather have played in Philly than Dallas. Yeah. Cowboy fan base is delusional. That team thinks they should win a Super Bowl every year when they're not competitive in the last 25 years for even making it to a division title. I mean, they don't, even, they don't even play in division title games. I want to play in division title games. I want a fan base that knows their shit, not people who just look at the star in the helmet and see a TV show. I don't See, the Cowboys, to me, are a TV show. I don't want to be a TV show. I want to be on a football team. Okay. then that way you avoid batteries Kevin thank you <laughs> uh, I avoid the batteries huh Kevin did you see the two geeks at the draft which who are you talking I don't know who you're talking hey did Cowboys are a TV show Not a football team. How many times do we watch that thing and it's a it's a television show? How long are you live today? (laughs) I don't think they can extend the show any longer. I know some of you want me to go 6A to 6P, okay? (laughs) I get it. All right. Andrew goes like this, but the women are smoke shows. Andrew, my wife. I met her in Dallas. You could bounce quarter off my you back in the day you could have bounced quarters off my wife's ass. <laughs> hey, hey, Matt Hatter, don't go there throwing people through windows. Please don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe I said what I just said. I hopefully she's not here. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Christopher. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't know why that just came out like that. Always remember this, though. Hey, EC, Big Sills marries the prom queen. Okay? Big Sills marries the prom queen. Maniac goes, Sills. I would only like 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. your show. If you ate eggplant, I don't like eggplant. I don't like eggplant. Oh, my God. Eagles hard knocks. Could you, hey, dude. Oh, my God. Dude, could you imagine if the Eagles got on hard knocks? So <sighs> matter of fact, maybe Big Sills needs to call Marty Kulner the creator of hard knocks. We've had him on the show. And then I can call my friend Todd Lewicki, who kind of handles that stuff with Hard Knocks, and see if we can get the Eagles as the team. Would you like to have the Eagles on Hard Knocks? God. Dude. Dear God. For Jacob Media, please make the Eagles The Hard Knocks team. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Watch this. Amen. Oh, can you imagine having episodes of Hard Knocks and we get the bang on that thing? Oh, my God almighty. Please, Lord, let that happen. Dude, it'd be great, too. Jalen Hurts, AJ Brown now. That'd be sick. <laughs> big Big Sills might get a mention in Hard Knocks. Did you hear what that Celio kid said again? Hey, guys, you don't know how much notoriety this past week our show has got. I hear people in the media, at the care Center, Area Scouts, Kevin Colbert sales what's going on there with that show of yours I go why yeah you know you know some people in the eagle organization i was talking to i was like who no 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 Are you talking to howie roseman oh wait a minute kevin colbert wait a minute i just figured it out no wonder kevin colbert told me the eagles were talking you know why Carl Dumbar wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Carl Dunbar, the defense, listen to this, Xander. Xander, listen to me. Carl Dunbar was Tracy Rocker, my teammate, in the World League. They must be talking about somebody. Because I I asked Kevin Colbert to come on the show this week. He just finished up his final draft with the Steelers. He goes, hey, what's going on with your show? And I go, what do you mean? He goes, yeah, I'm talking to some people in Philly. And I go, who? No, no, no. I go, Howie, I didn't think about Tracy. Tracy is the D-line coach with the Eagles, and Carl Dunbar is the D-line coach for the Steelers. They were former teammates of mine. Tracy was at Georgia and Carl Dunbar was at Alabama prior to him. Get, you know where Carl Dunbar was? Carl Dunbar was at Alabama, the defensive line coach before he took the Steeler job and Tracy was in Georgia. Tracy played at Auburn and Carl played at LSU. Wow. So the Eagles are bringing my name up when they're talking to Steeler people now. Great day. I want to thank you guys so much for coming aboard. Tomorrow, Merrill Reese will join us. I got to get Merrill's thoughts. Man, he's got to be thrilled to death. Got to be thrilled to death. We got Keith Jackson coming on this week. Keith Byers also coming on this week host of others, too. We've reached out to Mickey Loomis, the general manager of the Saints. I want to get his thoughts on the Honey Badger. We're going to go around the NFC East also this week. Please hit the like button. Till tomorrow, 3 to 6 Eastern. We'll see you on the flip side.